And you could tell right from from the jump, Tony is back. Hi, oh, yeah. everybody. Come on. Come on. Names aren't up there. You missed me. I missed you guys. Great question. Kev, what'd you touch? I didn't do anything. Interesting. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. So are we going to have trouble with the banners, too? No. Let's see. Yeah, but where are the names at? Where did the cheese go? I don't know. Oh, why are you doing this, dude? Yeah, no one needs no one needs us that close. Wow, what happened? I like this one. Hey, how are you? Let's see something here. Screen layout, press shift and six. What does that do? Oh no, that's just for that. Don't break your shit. Oh, so you could do this like on the fly. Look at this. This is awesome. You hold shift and you press one of the number buttons. That's oh, we've only had it for like six months. Oh, you think I spend time fucking around with this stuff? Come on. God forbid. <laughs> All right. So we uh well that's I don't Kevin. like this. Tony, it this is weird. Me. Why are there no where's the where's the names? Where'd the cheese go? I feel it's weird. It is I don't weird, like it. Right? Are we like our it. names are down here? Yeah, but no one can see that. Yeah, dude. It's okay. Should well, I should I do some Google food to try to figure this yeah, out? Yeah, Google it. It's not the end of the world. It's uh, we got a, a giant show lined up for you. Maria Canellis joins us. Billy Starks joins us. Hot off of Rebellion. Uh, we got picks to talk about. The Forbidden Door is the name of a pay per view. Uh, they couldn't have picked a worse name. Uh, we got a three count on the NWA. We're gonna talk some WWE. Some AEW. Hey! How'd you do that? Yeah, what you go doing? on the brand and it says oh, show display names. Because you ticked it off. You I didn't did this, and then off. I did this. Yeah, I'm blaming you, Matt. Yeah, fuck you, Matt. You fucking... Wow. There's a lot of uh, hostility towards me tonight. I don't know. No, 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 no hostility. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just saying that it's out of the three of us, it's probably something you did. Yes. I didn't do it, though. Well, you're the only one that knows how to work this stuff. Oh, show display names. I wonder why that was off. Because you touched it. You ticked it. Maybe. Nobody I may bad. have touched it. Yes. Stop you, touching things. Tony's back. Stop Especially yourself. <laughs> you tick. You tick when you should attack. Oh, yeah. Did I? Probably, yeah. Did I? Well, Tony's back. He's returned from his vacation, and he is in rare form. <laughs> got it also all very, out of his system before we hit record. I got it. I got a bit of a tan. Yeah, I look like I rubbed pizza on my head. I don't understand this. We got to get you a white girl light. I don't want to. Then I have to start drinking mimosas and talking about my feelings. I don't like doing that. You shit. don't have to go full white girl. You just no, get the light, no, no. and maybe. You'll Ooh, be... can yes. I go white chicks like like be a Wayans, but like dressed up like a like a blonde girl? Because that'd be funny as hell. I mean, if you wanna, if you want to, dude, I could be like a doppelganger Kate the Great. I could be Kate the Not So Great. I mean, you Kate get lost. Kate, Kate the Mediocre. Feeling <laughs> Ryan's gimmick, but go nuts. Oh, is that what you guys do on Wednesday? You never saw Kate the Rate? No, but you see, I'm kind of surprised because like you're not on the show anymore. So I figured you wouldn't even know that. So he was literally <laughs> just on the show. On the show Wednesday. last week. I know. I was listening. I wasn't on this show two weeks ago either. I don't know. Hey, we got a great show for you tonight. Billy Eilish is calling in. No. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Billy English? Billy Starks? Yes. Gonna... Ricky's Tony... Ricky's Wait, younger where... sister. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Here Where is go. it? Where is it? Where is uh, it? Now Kevin broke the, dis the Discord, the StreamYard. Holy fuck. Can we start the show, please? Yes, please. Start the show. That, that gimmick is never getting over. Never. It's never getting old. 
No, over. It's already over. It's not. It's not over. It's over with everyone that we talked to. Oh boy. God, I hope so many people tune in for Maria Canellis, and this is what they see. What me and my greasy head? Oh my God! Enough with your head, dude. Who doesn't love head? All right. All this and more on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I love it that Kevin's the voice of reason. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. You are listening to <laughs> the Shining Wizards. Enjoy the program. <laughs> and know that's ooh la la I'm the French Jesse James. What's up, fuckers? Where did cheese go? The no. stupid fucking question, Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's... God, that was disgusting. Turning wizards rule the world. You are tuned in live to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode number 582. Coming to you live on the rant, rantemradio.com. Coming to you live and in living color on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the YouTubes. And going with you wherever you go because we are available on each and every single one of those podcasting platforms. But enough of this palaver. It's time to do some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony, Matt, KJG, current can you beat that champion KJG? That's Boys, right. What's going on tonight? How are you fellas doing? Uh, Tony, so, Tony, quick question. There was no way you could have taken an extra week off. Why is that? That's not very nice. <laughs> Yo, we yeah. listen. We got two guests tonight. Why would I not be here for our two guests? Come on. Oh, and it's a very important night in the in the annals. Of the Shining Wizards, Kevin is defending. Is can you beat that newly won? Can you beat that right. championship? Look at the Tonight. hardware. Look at the hardware. Packing all the gold. Dude, I love it. Bay I bay. absolutely love Look that. So, I, I, I want to get inside of your brain, Tony. Maybe you still have vacation brain. Um, last week's guest, Lash Larue, wonderful fella. He sent us a beautiful liner. Puts us over. Sounds great. Nice and clear. Doesn't sound like a mixtape I made in seventh grade. Uh, Moses, the wonderful uh, man, Moses, that you guys talked about top golf with a couple weeks ago. He sends us a wonderful, very clear yeah. liner. Yeah, this is why, 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 
Who are you to doubt the vo- the vocalistic stylings of one Mr. Ulala? ECWA legendary, I say, Mr. Ulala. It's like being the king of fucking checkers. It doesn't mean anything. Sure it does. Oh, no, it yeah. doesn't. I feel like you play like the same liners too. Well, because you don't give me any new ones. What do you want me I, to tell you? Uh, what what did he just get done saying? Well, he didn't give them to me. I mean, I heard Joseph Samael last week. I don't have a Joseph Samael liner in my system. So you should get one in your system. I should. Well, <laughs> you know, I took this up with you the other day on the Mark Order podcast when I see your dumb name pop up over here in the comments. I send you a message all enough, no response all day. You're ghosting me. But then here you are in the chat, chatting it up. I'm supporting I'm supporting the great shows. I'm supporting the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Whether or not you appear on them. How do you like them apples? Yeah, but why you gotta ghost me in text messages, man? What do you maybe I was out? I was on vacation. You were back. It was last week. I was back last week. When did I ghost you? Wednesday. <laughs> it wasn't back Wednesday, you hand job. And well, then I asked you if you I we don't know you. when you when were you back? You didn't tell us you don't talk to us. We're not your friends. <laughs> Why would Air I talk laundry. to you guys ever? You, you guys are lucky I talked to you on Monday nights. Let's let's get that straight. You don't care about us. Oh, mm. fucking I don't even know how long you were gone for. Yeah, of course, because you guys don't fucking give a shit about me either. So the feelings mutual. That's not true. I wished you a happy birthday. Me and Kevin wished you a happy birthday. That was three weeks ago. So yeah. what have you done for we me? We wish lately? you a happy birthday. You didn't oh, tell us. You fine. never tell us when it's your birthday. Yeah, I never know when your birthday is. I know your guys' is his birthdays. Yeah, because, because it's on Facebook. No, I have it on my phone for each of you guys. Get out of here. I swear to God. You're a girl. I, I need the girl light. I'm not a girl yet. I'm transitioning. Is that what the kids do these days? I feel oh, like going for a swim. <laughs> Always takes it one step. I always have far. to. I got. Hey, look, you guys said it. Get it out of your system early, so I'm doing. No, it. before we hit the record button is early. Oh, is is that what you meant? Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah, so uh, I want to be transparent with the people out there. If you're watching, you're listening. Maria Canellis was dealing with some flight delays. Uh, she asked to push the push the interview back, uh, and I said no problem. But she never got back to me with a time, so she could be joining us momentarily. Or at some point in the middle of the show. So, uh, excuse me. We're going <laughs> to uh, wait and see. Oh, wait and Maria see. Maria has not canceled. She will be joining us. I just don't know when. So it's kind of making, uh, organizing the show. It's kind of driving me nuts right now, to be perfectly honest with you. What if she right. joins us from the air? I feel like that's not safe, but. Uh, well, I mean, she's not flying the plane. That's true. Well, wait a minute. We've had some pro wrestlers who have had pilot's licenses over the years. I mean, Does Eric Maria Canellas have a pilot's license? Tell it's me? possible. Eric Bischoff knows how to fly a plane. Didn't Ronnie Garvin? Doesn't Ronnie Garvin have a pilot's does, license? But he doesn't too? do podcasts while he's doing it. Maybe he does. Maybe maybe nobody asked him to do a podcast while he was flying a plane. Maybe we should do that. I don't uh, think he has a pilot's license anymore. Well, I guess once you reach a certain age, you can't fly anymore. No, if I, I got on a plane should... and Ronnie Garvin was the fucking pilot, I'd turn around and get off the plane. Well, he does have hands of stone. I don't know how he grips the yeah. yoke. Gar- how does he fucking control the gas and the brake with those the Garvin's <laughs> pump? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a great call. Dude, I don't care what you say. That Garvin stomp, for some reason, 
just like the earthquake, like tremors before the, the earthquake was like the, some of the coolest stuff ever. Dude, I love the Garvin stomp. Here's how here's how over the Garvin stomp is. Go on. Randy Orton has used that as part of his repertoire for years. That's true. For years. And on top of that, Ronnie Garvin overall, Taz has gone on record saying that he patterned his career after Ronnie Garvin. So there you go. What, uh, what does that mean? Ronnie Garvin's a fucking legend, and you should is not he be a legend. Is yes. he a legend? I never saw Taz dressing up in drag, attacking Ric Flair. That was not Ronnie Garvin. That was Miss Atlanta Lively. I know they look alike, but oh. <laughs> get him. The Gar. Look, I like the earthquake tremors more than the Garvin stop. The Garvin yeah. stop is dumb. Yeah, but the Garvin stomp was actually a move. Like the tremors didn't do anything. They just bounced the canvas. Sure, up and down. you got ready for the earthquake. It was coming. Yeah, but that's how you knew how to get the hell out of the way if you had any smarts about you. You already misbeat by that point. Was it actually called the earthquake? His move? Or was it just like squad big squadoosh splash? Like what like what was it? I would imagine it had to have been because Gorilla Monsoon always called the bouncing the tremors, right? And then and then and then uh, Jesse Ventura would be like, Oh, and here comes the aftershock. So I guess it, mm, that's I a guess good it, point. No, no, but he would when he would do it after the match, like once he won with Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The earthquake. Uh, Jesse Ventura would be like, McMahon, here comes the aftershock. Yeah, so I would imagine it would be the the earthquake then, right? Yeah, I guess it would be. But was it like earthquake splash? Was it just earthquake? Was it the Richter scale? Oh, was it the Richter scale? No. 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 Uh, according to the interwebs, mm, well, it's called the, the earthquake splash. Well, there you go. Nailed it. That's why. That's why, Tony. That's why I'm packing all the gold. Huh. Or the construction paper gold that somehow got some sort of moisture on it. <laughs> that I don't know how that happened. But uh, Kevin, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't want to put any extra pressure on you, but you can't lose this. No, no. most likely 100% going to lose this. Oh, oh my god! Hear this, Kevin has no the confidence. Yeah, have you not? Have you just met me? I have zero self confidence. You're the champion, man. Only because I ran the table on a relatively easy question. It doesn't matter how you get there. You're the fucking champ. You won. So wait, Goldberg is this true? Like ninety nine and zero. Is this true? Cared when you beat Jerry Flynn a hundred times. Is this true? Did Kate never lose this? Kate never had it to lose it. No, I think Kate lost to one of you guys. Didn't she lose to you, she? Matt? To me? No, no, no to me. Matt. She always, everybody loses to me. Come on, that's a great point. Because they're fucking losers. Oh, I have like wing stop today, so I have like a lot of. Ooh, well, oh, what flavor did you get? I went. Uh, I got garlic parm. Okay. I got lemon pepper, and I got a spicy teriyaki. Okay, I like it. It was, uh, it was a wing bundle, twenty boneless fries and a drink for like fifteen bucks. You're not a fan of the mango habanero. <sighs> I haven't had the mango habanero from there, and I just uh, discovered that there's one like ten minutes from the house, so. Oh no, that's a bad combination. Matt's gonna no, be wing. Good. You're gonna be wing stopping it all the time now. No, I'm never home to wing stop it. I guess this is. So I was running around today. I was doing a bunch of stuff. I got a haircut. You look good. Feeling fresh. Oh yeah. I, you're very uh, Mike Knox X esque tonight. Oh, thank you. He's a handsome guy. And uh, yeah, I got a bunch of shit done, and uh, now we're here. I'll tell you, I. Uh, I think I go through like a uh, like a wrestling burnout right around the beginning of April. 
Oh no! What happened? Oh, nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. I just think like when it gets to like WrestleMania season, I just want nothing to do with wrestling. That's yeah, like, that that makes that's sense. like the worst time to want nothing to do with wrestling because that's not no because I don't watch WrestleMania. And they're yeah, like, I'm not watching like all the GCW shows or like the. Oh, that's not blood. burnout. That's just being a grown up. No, but by the time like there's by the time I get there. I'm just like overwhelmed. I'm like, you know what? I, I want nothing to do with professional wrestling right now. Because they're like two weeks ago when we started the show. And I was like, if it wasn't for you guys, I would not fucking be here tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. But I feel rejuvenated. Ooh, I like that. Go on. Um, so that's good. How have you guys been? I guess Tony came, is back from vacation. We don't know when he came back. He just yeah, lives, I don't even know where he went. Lives like a fucking nomad. He was walking on cliffs. Cliffs of Dover. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. Short cliffs. This is why I didn't return your text. I told you guys I'm on the cliff walk, and you said throw yourself, throw your family off of it. I mean, I that's... didn't say that. I no, didn't. That was no, not me. That bro. was that was him. I mean, it sounds like something you would want to do. No, I love my family. What are you talking about? I mean, of course, I get it. But people that love their family sometimes, you know, have moments of rage. Oh boy. <laughs> Matt's telling me no, in, in no no uh, no uncertain terms to kill my family. Yeah. So no. when this ends up in discovery at court, I just want to let people know I have nothing to do with this. Oh, I would love to be on the ID channel. I'd be like, yep, I told him to do it. No, I not, think he not, would. Not TV. I bet discovery in a trial. Like uh, I don't want to go. <laughs> discovery <laughs> Network. Not this. <laughs> Like this will be a key piece of evidence on Tony's <laughs> trial and yours eventually. Oh boo! <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> My goodness! And yet you wanted to do the show tonight, huh? I wanted to do the yes. I was very excited to do the show tonight. Uh, holy shit! Should be a great show. Should be a big one. Yeah. Well, there it is. I knew it. <laughs> I would love to be on the description on the ID network. <laughs> it's actually not that hard. I've had a lot of friends play extras on shows. Yeah, I don't want to play an extra. I want to be like, I want to be like the person they talk to about, like, you know, the neighbor that like killed four uh, people, buried them in the backyard, and then like invited me over for cookout. And I was like, wow, this meat tastes funny. And they're like, eh, it's from like far away. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, that's Bob. It's just Bob, 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 Bob meat. Bob tastes Baba, terrible. Baba meat. Baba meat. Meat to me? Have you any fur? What? I Yeah. Oof. Oh, Baba uh, black sheep. Yeah. Baba, you Baba black meat. Wait, Baba meat. What? Dude. What? Where, Baba black meat? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? There oh. are many things wrong with me. Oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, we seem to be rescheduling with Maria. I just got a message from her on the Twitter machine, uh, that I guess she's still dealing with these flight delays. So if you turn in, tuned in for Maria, please don't go anywhere. No, hang out with us. Cause we're going to talk about impact rebellion, the forbidden door. Billy Starks is still coming up, but, uh, we have to reschedule with Maria. Um, Uh-oh. just because, you know, tra- she was at Poughkeepsie. For impact, so we do have to reschedule. So, uh, but hang out, hang out with us. We're gonna have yeah. a good time. 
Got to put a little message out there. And... I put it in a couple groups. And the views are dropping. Oh, you stay. Have a good time. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Please stay. Please, Please stay. Have Please. fun. So how are you guys doing? Fine. Good. Watch some wrestling this week. Did oh, you? did you? All right. Well, we got a lot of wrestling talk and talk about wrestling to do. That's um, what we do here. Tony, I know you uh, You reached out to us uh, at the end of this week and said you, you were finally finishing last week's episodes. Uh, any uh, thoughts, comments, concerns, sarcastic remarks for me and Kevin? No, no. Just the fact that I was trying to help the show and you guys just shit all over it. So I'm, it's more Matt. It's not really Kevin. Kevin shits on me in private. Matt does it for all the world to see. You don't think I have all this? I have no. Every week I have copious amounts of notes. You don't think I'm on top of that shit? Look, I don't know. I didn't know if it was breaking. Well, I you're worried about your fucking glossy head. I'm looking up notes. <laughs> it's really fucking annoying me. You don't I'm understand. annoyed that Maria can't join us because I was going to ask her how she gets rid of a glossy head for you. You could ask Billy Billy Stark. See, here's the Billy Starks, young lady, all 17 years, already a seasoned young vet. I don't know if she's been on the TV or uh, multiple publications like Maria. Maria might have like a like a weird trick how to get the shininess off your head. Well, I am a shining wizard. Ah, Ah! there it is. This guy. Did you enjoy the picture of old Dak Draper rocking the wizard's T-shirt? Yeah, handsome fella. I'm going to have to start updating some stuff. I still got some pictures of uh, some other folks wearing shirts that I haven't posted up yet. All available on the new ShiningWizards.com, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I, I think I know the answer to this, Tony, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. Ask away. Did you watch uh, Rebellion? I did not. Okay. <laughs> well, I know Kevin did. Kevin, you got it in, right? Oh yeah, Got and it all I, in. Tony, do you know what happened at Rebellion? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I read, I read the, uh, the notes and newses, of course. Is that right? Rebellion, rebellion. No, you put re- 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 You forgot an e. Oh shit! What the fuck? <laughs> ah! The rebellion dollar man. I'm having a rough go. Teddy Biazzi. Fuck me, man. Keep it up. I like it. It's cute. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you think it's cute. I don't know. Funny. Funny and cute are two completely different things, sir. No. If you're cute, you're funny. That's not true. I mean, a puppy it... that like gets its head stuck in like a ice cream dish. That's cute and funny. That's what you are. I'm a I'm a dog with his head stuck in an ice cream dish. A puppy. Thank you, but... Kevin. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of speaking of heads and dishes, you know what I saw online today? Made me think of this. They, did you know they have a cat hind end cookie cutter where when you cut the cookie, it actually has the butthole? Yes, Kate made me a bunch of cookies for Christmas that were shaped like cat buttholes. As and like the hole or like the whole hind end of the cat? The back ass of the cat with the butthole. That's fucking delicious. Is there any tail in there? Um, because I don't think you shared this with anybody. No, he didn't. That's why I'm wondering. I would remember this. And first of all, Kate, you don't make me fucking Christmas cookies. What's going on? 
No, because you don't ever show up when you're invited to my house. So why oh, you- all right. Here we go. Now we're going to pick nits. Jesus. No, nah, he's right. No though. one's picking nits. She was invited over. She showed up with cookies. You didn't show up. So you don't get fucking cookies. That's not very nice. But- cookie podcast. But, but why would dude- I talk about it? Cat butthole cookies. Why would you not bring that up on like the after Christmas episode? That's great material. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. (laughs) I'm pissed now. Dude, what are we doing here today? We are um, off the rails. That's right, baby. Fuck yeah, that's what we do over here on the Shining Wizards. Big Bass Pro Shop hat on there, Kevin. This is a big bad boy Joey Janela hat on. All right. I'm going to already have a name of the episode off the rails is going to be included all right so what are you wearing there t-donk anything exciting yeah my shining wizards kevin nice. t-shirt available on ProWrestlingTees.com slash shining wizards baby what a, what a guy this donk is fuck yeah dude represent the brand son <laughs> well uh impact held a pay-per-view saturday night impact rebellion uh and we of course did picks um, oh boy i don't know we did I don't know how good we did. I don't know how good Tony did. I know you and, you and me, Matt, stunk it up. Well, Kevin, I can safely say across the board, everybody did not have a great showing. Was However, anybody above 500? I know you and me probably weren't. Was Tony? Tony was at 500. Fuck yeah, dude. You know why? Guess who picked Taya? Guess who picked Taya? Mama, I, mama. Can I be honest? And I'm not using this as an excuse. Uh, sounds like it when you say it like that. That's a very good point. <laughs> I don't remember making the picks. Like I don't. I don't know why. Were you a little? Yeah, told was a you. Long, it was a long. It was a long day. Told you. <laughs> Do you remember telling? Don't just randomly telling Tony to go fuck himself. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> I told you. Well, he didn't say go fuck yourself, Tony. He said fuck you, Tony. So, uh, just I want to. I'm gonna knock down the wall for you people. So we were we sent our picks to everybody to each other, right? And uh, and then Kevin was telling us he was dealing. He you know he's six o'clock. Kevin texted us. He had a he was at a wake and he was you know dealing with some stuff. Um. So we go through picks. Then Tony asks if we're picking the Japanese match. And well, then the I show no match. Uh, the Japanese show, right? Two and a half hours later at eight thirty. No prompt, no particular. Re- Kevin is in this conversation. He sends the picks. We talk about Japan. We clarify that. The clarify that is this week. And then we're silent for two and a half hours. All of a sudden, eight thirty-five. Shut the fuck up, Tony. No, that was it. Out of nowhere, <laughs> I got nothing. I was like, man, that came out of left field, huh? <laughs> we, we, all right. So it wasn't. All right. So I was at a um. A memorial celebration. It wasn't so much a wake, but it was like just like a, a a big party for the life of someone that meant a lot to me. And we all, everyone, the, it was flowing, flowing. And uh, and I, I know I had to make picks, but I and uh, I literally don't remember any of this. So, <laughs> well, Kevin got his picks in, so that's good. Well, I mean, yeah, that was you, I, dude. I didn't think I was going to do that because I I had I was helping like I was running the show and I did the tributes and, and all that stuff and um and did not did not think I was going to get picks in but I'm so glad that I did and so glad that I suck at them cuz you know what I don't think you suck Kev, Kev me and you went 3 and 5 yeah 
Uh, and Tony went four and four. It was not like anyone knocked it out of the ballpark. Uh, so Tony regains his lead. He is now 51 and 26. Kevin, 50 and 27. I continue to trail 43 and 34. Now, Matt, let me ask you this, because I, I tried to look back and do some research on this, and I couldn't find it. Was the Inspiration versus Iconics match not on the show? It was on the pre-show. And also this, Eddie Edwards fought Chris Bay and not, does that count? Yes, because we yeah, picked we the picked Eddie it. Edwards Chris Bay match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we knew about that when we made our picks. I did not know that. Okay. Well, no, you knew it. You probably don't remember it. Don't, don't remember that. I remember watching the show. Be like, I did not know this was happening. Uh, that was also on the free show. <laughs> yeah, but that was in our chat, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't uh -oh. I bring it up? I said, what's going on with Gresham? And you're like, oh, he's out. He's uh, so-and-so's wrestling. Was this Saturday? What's my... well, Friday was also a really big day, too. So oh, it was a hell that. of a weekend. My, my friend's 50th birthday party. So we were all going nuts it was saturday okay yeah so i don't remember any of that um so uh yeah, before Edwards we got all our picks in i wrote in and no gresham he's hurt so there you go so there you mm. go so we know interesting it was right before matt made his picks yeah um so we all lost on the inspiration versus the uh elconics we all took jay white yeah, oh, God, what a uh, weird. We all point. lost the X division match. Uh, me and Kevin For... took Mike Bailey, and Tony yeah. took Trey Miguel. Yeah, this is so... a strange. This is strange. It was we really all took odd. Jonah because I was like, why wouldn't Jonah win versus Big Tom? Who's just I thought he was just coming in to do a one shot, but maybe he's not. I don't know. Just yeah. passing through. And I had, uh, I had also read that Jonah's Jonah might not be around Impact too much longer. Might be going to New Japan. So I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. he's a perfect fit for New Japan. Well, there you go. Um, and then we all won with Josh Alexander. We all won with Tasha Steeles. We all won with Eddie Edwards. And then yeah. Tony was the outlier. Uh, he took uh, Taya Valkyrie to win the AAA Reynas de Reynas championship. Yeah, that's a good pick. If you think about yeah, it, they, you, you would think that Taya is going to be more involved in the Mexican scene than than Diana. Yeah, and plus they they've got a, like a soft spot for Taya too in Impact. You know, she's she's been like a like like the face of impact for a long time. So I I completely just Yeah, but Diana has been like it's almost like when you see Diana lose, you're just like you're shocked because like she just doesn't lose. Yeah, like, but the other thing is too, like eventually you have so many belts, you gotta start losing them sometime. You well, know? She's only she only has two. Well now she's only got one, no? Well yeah. Well, well I mean just the forbidden door, the man. Everyone's got a, everyone's collecting belts. Ah, oh, fuck the forbidden. She's not the champ champ anymore. No, oh, she's well. just the champ. Now she's a wham wham. Oh, oh, wham wham. Wow. Well, overall, uh, I thought the show was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I think people... Uh, let me ask you guys this. Go oh, for no. it. No, because I think people sleep on Impact Wrestling. And my question is, why? I think it's because it's not as readily available as AEW or WWE. Or at the ah, well, Ring of Honor was kind of the same way. Uh, I think it's it's just because not a lot of people have access TV, but you can pay the literally the ninety nine cents a month to watch Impact on YouTube. Um, every and this this has also caught me by surprise. I thought that the if because Matt, you have Impact Plus, right? I do. 
I just have the, the, the dollar a month subscription so I can watch Impact. But I thought that it's it's confusing me as to what shows are on Impact Plus and what shows are on actual pay-per-view. Like if it, I thought it was like the network where if it's a pay-per-view, you get it because you pay the $10 a month, just like WWE. If WWE could do that, why can't Impact? I don't think Impact's nearly as big as the WWE. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's it. Doesn't have the global footprint that that uh, that WWE has. You're right. And for and I get I get everything uh, except for the pay per views, and I think they only run like three or four a year. Yeah, and then the rest are like those exclusive. Yeah, I get the exclusive ones because they're on Impact Plus. But if you don't have Impact Plus and you want to see those, you do have to pay for them through Fight. Yeah, but they 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 range from anywhere from like nine dollars to twenty dollars this i was I, I was surprised this one was like 40 bucks but well yeah. worth it no I, th- I look i think they delivered um man they have such a fucking talented roster and they do such a great they are really good at telling fucking stories that moose josh alexander story i know a lot of people were kind of sour with the way he took the title off of josh alexander but man they brought that shit full circle what a fucking story they did. Hey, this is Moose. Knew that was coming. <laughs> they did it. Uh, they did it a lot of justice because I knew it. It did. You said, Matt. It did leave Moose left a a big sour taste in a lot of people. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that hey. story left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. But the story since then, I think, totally like Dumb and Dumber, totally redeemed itself. And uh, and I think we got what we. I think we got the payoff we were all we were all waiting for. Moose, you're no longer the Impact Champion. What are you doing now? Shining the Wizards. That's right. Thank you, Moose, for shining us. Real nice. Moose. I love Moose. Yeah, the show was great. Long, but great. I I mean, I thought, what was it, three hours, right? Yeah, actually, it wasn't that long. It's not terrible? No, it's not bad at all. It's not terrible. Um, The tag team thing was... uh, Dumb, stupid, what too it much? It, it wasn't dumb because they kind of like they almost set it up like a royal, like a, a really good Royal Rumble where like every tag team that came out had something going on with the tag team in the ring. Yeah, it was, was a was, lot of there was a flow, like it was staged, like too staged. Yeah, there was it was it was long, it was like half an hour too. It's a gauntlet thing, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it was two tag teams start, and then when you lose, the next tag team was out. And, and I was I'm never a fan of the gauntlet matches. I and there just... was a lot of Gaga in between, like, and you know it's the it's it was so awkward. And I noticed this is that like they waited for like the other team that the team that just lost to go all the way back before the next team cut, came out, and that's so weird to do when your when your hard cam is directly on the entrance, like no one else does that. They're hard, like no one else's hard cam shoots with it directly on the entrance. It's also it also seems weird because then these guys have to travel all the way back up the ramp before the next team. Well, they, comes they out. go like they go off. They veer to the side, like they don't go up the ramp. They veer, to the, but there's no other way to get out of the arena or other than just so you're like seeing these guys walk off 
and selling you, for like an like a good like 45 50 seconds before the next team comes down that's so that's such a time waster you figure look like if somebody gets eliminated give them a chance to sell at ringside but have the other team come down right away and take the focus off of that team that got eliminated yeah but that's what's so hard about having hard cam literally on the ramp in wwe and aew hard cam is not on the ramp yep so it's it's very bizarre, and I've never really noticed that about AEW. I mean, about uh, Impact until until this show and, and this match in particular. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like when AEW was at Daly's place during the pandemic, and yes, you just see everybody's just on the stage. It's so distracting. Like I completely get that. Completely but I think even that. in Daly's place, like I don't think they actually walked up the freaking stairs and walked to the and they probably there was a way to cut out. There was no other way to go, but that way. Yeah, no, but, but what I'm saying is like too, like sometimes a manager or another team will come out and they'll just stand up like, like oh, yeah, yeah, completely yeah, yeah, evil yeah, ringside. Yeah, yeah. It's distracting. It really is. It I'd really was. Nothing it, there, you know? It really was. But it was, I mean, they told some good stories uh, in this match. I don't know we're jumping ahead, but like, of course, obviously uh, you had the major players started off uh, Cardona and Myers. And then th- that story continued with Jordan Grace and, and Cardona. Chelsea Green goes through a table. Uh, after Cardona and um, and uh, dear good close personal friend Brian Myers um, win that match, so but then I think they lost to the Good Brothers. They lost to the Good Brothers. That's right. That. And Honor No More took out the Good Brothers, and then they took out. Well, I know uh, Zicky and uh, oh, and they took out Zicky and Johnny Swinger, and they took yeah. out uh, Rhino and Heath. No, they took out uh, Willie Mack and Rich Swan, I believe. Yes. And, and then, then uh, Rhino he, and Heath right, yeah. were the last ones against Violent by Design, and which I mean that's that's the story. That's a story. Like everything made sense in terms of the story, minus the couple random teams that were in there. But, I'm surprised we didn't get to. See, I'm surprised they didn't. There wasn't no huge. Like I thought this was the the way they set it up because we did not pick this match because we didn't know who the eight teams were. They didn't yeah. announce it. I thought this was a perfect spot for the Briscoes. I mean, yeah, of course. Anytime you bring the Briscoes in, I think it's a perfect spot. But well, I yeah, just... the, the, a couple of weeks ago, they were saying like the Briscoes are probably going to be working a lot with Impact going forward. So if you if we decided to pick this match, not knowing the eight teams, would you have picked the Briscoes? No, I probably would have just picked Violent by Design. Interesting. I probably would have gone. I probably would have gone with the 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 players, the major oh, players. Sure. Well, no, I'm just saying, just in general, because they're that they just came off a big angle with uh, William Morrissey. That was a weird table spot, by the way. There was a lot of weird stuff happening there. William Morrissey came very dangerously close to exposing, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, Look. and then he put Chelsea through the table. And I really thought that Chelsea came close to exposing. Yeah, man. Look, you if you're you know you're taking that spot, you gotta make sure them 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 Hitters. them ladies are strapped in. I heard Charlotte Flair's hitters came out at WrestleMania. I didn't watch, so I don't know. There was a there was an image going around where somebody had like censored it or something. So yeah, it happens more often than you think. Uh, I thought it was cool that they opened the show with the Macklin, Jay White, Chris Saban thing, and Macklin with the fucking Punisher face paint. Holy shit, dude! The, after watching that, there's no uh, that was a pick that I would love to have back because they like Macklin a lot, as they should. And that was just a really, really cool match. I was actually, that was probably the, my favorite. That was probably the match of the night for me, probably. I'm surprised, really. Tony, I'm surprised you picked Jay White knowing that, uh, knowing that your uh, moniker is fuck Jay White. 
But what am I supposed to do? Like not pick a guy if I think he's going to win? I mean, that's 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 like that's you. That's that's voting or picking with your heart, not with your head. No, on, it's man. the opposite. Picking with your head and no, picking with your heart, not with your head. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, you're right. Matt picks with his heart. That's why he's eight games back. No, Matt yeah. picks. Matt picks to try to catch up and not pick with what he believes in. Well, he picks with stupidity. I don't pick. You know what? Fuck. I both. didn't say that. Fuck both y'all. First. No, no, no. I'm, but Matt, you do though, right? You said it in the text. I think I have to make some make up some ground. Some, yeah. Yes. When I get very far down, but yeah, when so, you guys went with Mike Bailey, I said, "Wow." I said, "You guys are going with Bailey." I, I, I legit thought Bailey was going to win. I thought they were putting all their eggs in the Mike Bailey card. Well, he's got really white teeth. Did you guys? Did you notice that, Matt? When he when he came out and did his intro, he has nothing to do. He had nothing to do those five years. He wasn't in the state, so I guess he just fucking used teeth whitener. He's got like Roman Reigns style like chompers. It's the money maker, man. He's got a good look, nice face. You can have fucked up teeth. Yeah, I, guess I don't need all this stuff, Maria. Uh, if you're joining us uh, yeah. and you're expecting Maria Canellis, uh, she had to reschedule because her flight was delayed. So uh, stick around, hang out. Billy Starks is joining us in about 45 minutes, uh, and we're talking impact. So uh, hang in there. Maria is going to reschedule. She will be on the show. So don't go nowhere. Sorry, I just wanted to put that out there. So, so Matt, could you do me a favor? What what are we at at picks again total? Uh, in total, uh, Tony has 51 and 26. Kevin is 50 and 27. I am 43 and 34. All right, so I'm, I'm one game back from the donk. Yes, you guys were even going into this. He had Taya instead of Diana, and that was the game, the, the difference between the two of you. Taya was the Taya breaker. There it she is. Was. Ring your bell for yourself, T Dog. That was brilliant. Horowitz, that shit. Uh, I thought this it was a solid pay per view, man. That Josh Alexander Moose match was fucking great. Hey. That I loved. Uh, I loved. Like I said, the, the opener, the X Division match didn't 100% click for me. I thought they really tried to do too much. And like a lot of like the stuff that they would do, like, like when someone like when someone was trying to get offense on one guy, the other person would come in and then stop him by doing something else. And I'm like, I have no idea what like Trey, there's a spot where Trey Miguel tries to like do some weird thing with Ace Austin and the other guy stops him with like carrying him and dropping him. And I'm like, what was even what was what could have. Trey Miguel possibly been attempting to do uh, there to, to Ace Austin and where Mike Bailey had to stop him and, and do that. Like, what was the attempt of that move? It, it was too, it was too crash and bang for me. It was, it was good, but it was, it was just like, I was like, oh man, they're like really like, and I guess this is more of a, a compliment than an insult. Like they're really like giving everything they have, but it just seemed to me to be too choreographed and too, and this is a guy who loves Young Bucks and, you know, an FTR and all that stuff. But this just seemed a little too choreographed for me. No disrespect. Fantastic. Uh, was not expecting Ace Austin to win. That's for damn sure. But what are you going to do? Uh, How did you feel about Big Tom and Jonah? I think I loved it. I, I loved it. It was, it was that hard-hitting match. Again, the outcome surprised me. But uh, just the fact that Jonah get up there and do that big splash on uh on Ishii and Ishii came in and hit that sliding uh well, that's his finish right that, that's his normal finish the sliding uh meat hook Harriet. yeah yeah it was good I mean the whole show was good don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not shitting on it 
I love me some impact. I'm corporate Kevin impact wrestling. Yeah. I think the, uh, man, I think the main event was the main event was uh, just the storytelling that they told the little, the little vignettes throughout Scott Demore going to Josh Alexander and saying like, don't fight the fight. He wants you to fight. You have to be in control. You have to be focused. Uh, I thought it was great. The stuff with his kid coming out with him, it all tied into the story, his wife, because Moose attacked her a couple months ago at a, I want to say it was a Defy wrestling show. I could be wrong. Like they just told a great story. Um, Man, and I don't think Moose gets the credit he deserves because he's fucking awesome. He's awesome. He he shined in that uh, six-man against Kenny um, and the Good Brothers uh, at the beginning of last year. He looked like a million bucks, and, and man, he was... You know, when history, when it's all said and done and, and history's written, you know, I hope people don't look over the, his title run because he was a great champ. The stuff he did with Morris, he was good. The way he won the title from Josh Alexander in this match itself, fucking ace is all around, man. What'd you yeah. pull up? Moose is, Moose is legit top, you know, top champion. And Matthew Birch brings up a good point. I thought it was so weird that they had three mystery teams and it ended up just being teams that were on the roster. Like, why not just announce all of the teams instead of the let that with no real surprises. So here's the thing with that. And it's a good point, And I never thought about that till right now, but I also wasn't expecting anything. Like I wasn't, I didn't have expectations of like, like the Briscoes. I did not, that, that thought never crossed my mind. Like not once. And now that could either be one of two things. Maybe be, I just didn't think of it, or maybe they just didn't do a good enough job promoting the match where I thought that it would be big enough to have the Briscoes in it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, it, it never seemed like that was a focus of the, of the build to the show. Whereas it would be presented as a big enough, big enough deal to have the Briscoes be involved in it or anyone else or surprises. So no, I, I get Matt's point though. Like why throw the 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 silhouettes up there then if it's just fucking yeah. tag teams? You know, like in this day and age when we see the the silhouette, the mystery man, the mystery team, like. You're, you you kind of, and that's our fault. You know, we ramp up our expectations. Yeah. Who's it going to be? What tag team? What? Who's coming from, you know, who's coming from the NWA? Who's coming from? I, I never had that vibe with this match, ever. I, like, I never had expectations of, of something that was going to be big, but I can totally see why people would. Um, Because, like, yeah, like you said, like, the NWA, like, like I thought, honestly, when, when, um, when like Vincent and Kenny King came out, I'm like, wait a second, we're getting two honor no more teams in this in this thing. But then of course that was all just a setup to to get the OGK in there. But yeah, I, I just I get the point and it makes a whole lot of sense. I just never thought this match had enough build that it would warrant giant surprises. Just me. Eight teams is a lot. It was a lot. Eight teams is a lot. They got everybody on the card though. Everyone had something to do. Yeah, I mean, again, can't top to bottom, really fun show. Yeah, and they announced uh, uh, June 19th, Slammiversary. They will celebrate 20 years of impact, uh, and it will be in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm the king. Well, I'm the king. Well, I'm the king of Nashville, Tennessee. Well, I'm the king. Well, I'm the king. I'm the king of not bringing surprises in. So uh, so put a bow on Impact Rebellion. We had uh, Taya 
capture the AAA Reina de Reina's title. Uh, Austin Idol claimed his third X Division Championship, and Josh Alexander finally got his revenge uh, on Moose after the Bound for Glory clash cash in. Uh, so overall, great show. If you uh, if you know somebody who ordered it or uh, you're looking to check it out, definitely do so because it's an excellent watch. It's an easy watch, in my opinion. Uh, I thought it flowed really nicely. Excuse me, and they do a great job of telling a story. And there was a weird vignette in the middle, um, which I think might be a returning Sammy Callahan. Really, that weird vignette. It's, it it was like a click. T- uh, it was like a clock, and it was like one one zero one one zero one. Um, and then they were like, uh, "Someone has a, a hit list, and we don't know who it is." I think it's Sammy Callahan because uh, he's due, he's due to come back from his injury. That would make all the sense in the world. And, and I'm here. Bring, for back, bring it back as a heel. Or give and Josh Alexander. Boom. I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. And don't and look the Josh Alexander. Um, before we move on, the Josh Alexander, him losing the way he did to Moose, set up. We got to see Josh Alexander, Charlie Haas. We got to see Josh Alexander, Minoru Suzuki. Like we got to see some fucking awesome Josh Alexander matches, which got him to this point uh, Saturday night. So. Kudos to fucking Impact Wrestling, man. To Kevin's point, it's a pain in the balls to watch, and I know a lot of people in the chat were saying it too. Like it's, it's not easy to find. Um, man, if you could find it, if you got the ninety nine cent, ninety nine cents, it's about as much as it costs to to support us on Patreon, a dollar. Um, and it's obviously you don't get as much value from Impact as you no. do from the Shining Wizard, but still. Dollar. That's two bucks a month. You get bonus wizard shit. Dollar, dollar and, bill, y'all. And you get impact wrestling. Come on. You're going to spend two dollars on a fucking breakfast sandwich at the Wawa tomorrow. It's going to be fucking one fake egg and a piece of sliced cheese. It's not going to be as good as this. So, yeah. And if you're a fan of like some of the, the mainstream Conrad podcasts, they do watch alongs for for impact. And you, you might need to you might need to uh, invest in the ninety nine cents. Like it was weird. Like. uh Every time I forget that that YouTube is owned by Google, so like I'm seeing like my bank statement like every month. I'm like, what is this dollar twenty nine that's coming out of my bank going to Google? Like, what am I paying for for Google? It's the impact uh, there you YouTube go. stream. Yeah. So definitely check it out because um, it was a great show. And Impact is a great product. They do a great job. Um, you know, their stories are pretty good. I know they tape their shit, so maybe I don't know if that deters people, but they have a sick roster and uh, yeah. I think Slammiversary is going to be huge. 20 years, man. That's a big, big See, now that's the show that you maybe throw the Briscoes on. Yeah. I think you're going to say, I think, uh, look, because of all the stuff that came out a couple weeks ago about AEW wants nothing to do with them because of their, the J tweets from 10 years ago and they lost the ROH titles to FTR and ROH is now under the AEW umbrella. So does that mean they don't have a home there? They've been doing more indie stuff with GCW. Like impact seems like a great place for them to land. And hopefully when the world opens up, please God, let them go to fucking new Japan, please. Yeah. Hey, listen, let's not sleep on GCW either, man. That ain't no, that ain't no bums paradise. That's you gotta be special kind of talent to work there. Uh, you guys talking about Boosie, uh, Two weeks ago was fucking gold, by the way. No, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. That was all me. What do you mean? Tony had to explain to you what a boosie was. That's right. Hayabusi. No, that you hope I hope it's not a Hayabusi. <laughs> What's up? Uh, why? What's a Hayabusi? I have no idea. It's a higher <laughs> boosie. I don't know. 
Tayabusi. Tony, you got any comments, concerns, sarcastic remarks over there about Impact? You have no questions, no nothing? I saw you yawning over there. I'm sorry we're keeping you awake. Fucking yeah, that's fine because I'm just chomping at the bit to talk about MLW from this week. That's all, you know. Wait, you told me there was I no thought you said there was no MLW. I got myself a three count for MLW. So why don't you pop up that little graphic-y thingy and we can fly through the MLW notes this week. All, all right. right. Are you, uh, Tony, let me ask you a question. Yes. This can also apply to you um because richard holiday tagged us in this uh the big show that's coming up at the 2300 arena 2300 arena 2300 uh, arena may 13th kings of coliseum event hammerstone versus holiday are you team hammerstone or are you team holiday bro as much as i like holiday you gotta go team hammerstone come Ooh, on this is tough come on man this is tough says kevin uh, look I'm i like them both about, i'm all about holiday and he's got Alicia with him now, and they are like the power couple of pro wrestling. But, bro, fucking, you're talking about Hammerstone. He's a fucking god among men in fucking MLW. Let's be honest. Well, listen, buddy, Holiday's risen from, from anonymity to the highest star you could have. And to be honest with you, this week we've got intimidation games where we got a triple threat match with Mads Kruger, Jacob Fatu. And your boy Hammer for the MLW Championship. Hey, this is I Hammer. don't know, man. That's that's some fucking beef in that match right there. So, Ke- so Tony's team Hammer. Kevin, what team? I don't know. Um, that's a tough one. I you go first. I am team Hammer. Look, sorry, Richard Holiday, coffee guy, real nice guy. Look, dynasty. He was in, there. He, was in the, he was in the dynasty. He was he was hanging on the MJF's coattails. What? All right, MJF uh, went his way. Wait, 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 wait. Him and Hold MJF, on. Hammer took over. Hammer took over, bro. Yeah, but Holiday and MJF are still boys. They're constantly chit chatting on Twitter about everything that's been happening. I, you could twit twat shit. Twit twat shit. Twit twat shit. Write that down. You could chit chat with whoever you want on Twitter. MJF ain't showing up at MLW. He don't have Hammer's back. Hammer did it. On his own, he did it his way. Richard Holiday got fucking jealous. He got jealous. He got himself a hot side piece, and he turned his back on his brother. Twit twat shit. You can't trust a man like that. I'm Team Hammer. Now, nah, all right, you know what? You just you just convinced me. I'm Team Holiday. There you go. Got to show. Got to show. We can't all be Hammer. We got to show our boy Holiday some love. Yeah, come on, bro. He, you know what, Kevin? He could be your boy. I don't want to be associated with him. Uh-oh. He's a backstabbing, jealous, oh no. oh no, son of a bitch. There, yeah. I said it. I hope you're all happy. He's a twit twat shit. Twit twat. Twit twat. All right. So real quick, here's your MLW three count for the week. There was no MLW programming. However, However. we do. We do have a little bit of this and that. Speaking of Hammerstone, he broke his silence and talked in depth about how Richard Holiday turned his back on him. And he questions whether Richard Holiday was even his boy to begin with. So Hammer's really fucking annoyed, pissed off, confused, and all that in a bag of chips. And I think it's going to spell doom for Holiday when they get in the ring. Can 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 you blame him? I don't blame him at all. I'm just reporting the news. I'm trying to be impartial. Right, look. Right, broadcast journalist. Now Kevin's got the "Can you beat that championship?" You don't. Me and you aren't turning our backs on Kevin. Yeah, we got, I, we got I, Kevin's I, back tonight. 
I've never right. won the damn thing. And I made the questions. I can't really have anybody's back in fairness. I mean, you know. Well, you know, I'm down the road. I mean, I could give Kevin tons of questions about, I don't know, impact from 2005, but. <laughs> <laughs> I would never turn my back on Kevin. They are you, all you Wrestle definitely. Pro, they're all WrestlePro questions tonight, Kevin. Please. All right. Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, second count. Taya Valkyrie, your new Reina Duranis champion, is making her return to MLW. So look for her there. She's Get wrestling. Uh, she's wrestling Holiday. Good for her, right? They're going to declare the inaugural MLW Women's Featherweight Championship. The winner of that match will become the first MLW Featherweight Champion. I did so, not know that. Uh, David Henry Bauer the third, who's pal Antonio Holzerman. Does experimental music. We'll get the new plug later. Wawa croissant melts are almost as good as the Wizards Pod. Matt, have I've you ever indulged in a Wawa croissant melt? No Wawa croissant. I'm never at the Wawa in the morning because it's not on my morning route. I'm a quick check guy. Okay. So Wawa's not a place where you can get breakfast all You can, time. but it's not on my it's not on gotcha. my daily route. I pass two quick checks on my way to work. You used to live really close to a Wawa. Kind of close. Well, it was on my way to get to you. Yes. Yeah. But I never came that way. That's a good point. I only come like this. <laughs> Matt's disappointed he's got quick checks and not a Wawa. You can hear it in his head. Wah-wah. Not disappointed. There's a Wawa right by where we park the pizza trucks. I frequent there, the Wawa, in the afternoon. Now, let me ask you this, guys. Oh, no. What is this sheets that everyone talks about? Oh, sheets rules, dude. They're like big out of Pennsylvania. They're like your, your Wawa and your, your, your fucking whatever Matt goes to quick check. But like, they're like to like the next level, dude. Like, I love sheets. I haven't had sheets in like 20 years. They're so fucking good, though. So, like, what, do they specialize in like the same sort of gimmicks that Wawa yeah. does? Like, yeah. sandwiches, like good stuff. Like, they were the, they were the first company like that that I'm aware of that had like the electronic punch board to order your sandwiches. So you could pick all your ingredients and shit. They oh, were quick, techno- technologically advanced before that was a thing. Quick check is where I first experienced that. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, because I've never I've never even heard of the sheets until I, people posting like the gifs and the memes about. Which which one is better? And yeah, sheets sheets does an excellent job. Sheets does an excellent job. Right. Uh, third count. Apparently, when Danny Rivera was coming through security at the airport from LAX, uh, Slice Boogie didn't make it through, so he was out there on his own talking some shit about the Von Erics. And when the Von Erics came out, fifty one fifty's newest member Hernandez comes out and attacks the Von Erics, and they fucking send Ross through the fucking the whatever to call it, the plunge, the power bomb outside the ring through the table. So shit's on with the new member of 5150. So I don't know what this means for Slice Boogie. So let me ask you this, Tony. When you said LAX, did you mean the airport? Yes. That was really well done then if you did that by accident. No, no, they that's what they did. That's no, that was the point that of was, it? That was part of Danny Rivera's promo when he came out as to explain why Slice Boogie wasn't there. But because they are LAX. Well, they're 5150. They're kind of like the new blood of LAX. When they when they first came together, weren't they weren't they called LAX with Conan? Yes. Yes. But they took on their own moniker of 5150. But they're all part of LAX. Okay, so it's a lineage, if you will. Sort of, yeah. It's like the Samoans. They're all related somehow. Okay. Let me ask you uh let me ask you a MLW okay. question. Uh oh. 
You got to think about it. No, I just should I get a beer right now? <laughs> if you want to get a beer, go ahead, Kevin. Okay. Um, can I go get a beer? Here, yes, please, by all means. Get no, no, beer. he's asking you the question. <laughs> talking about MLW because I don't look, man. Someone asked the other day on Twitter, like, uh, how is MLW? And someone tagged me in it, like, oh, you should ask me. And since Tony quick Twitter, I couldn't be like, oh, talk to Tony. I have not watched it, sat down and watched an episode of MLW because I do not enjoy it. I think it is bad. Mm. And I don't think they do that. They're bringing in the fucking Sandman, bro. He's 58 years old. He's going to have a match on May 13th. I Probably. I God told bless. you months, a couple weeks ago when they had Gangrel in that I fucking hated it. I thought it was stupid. I don't like the fact that Savio Vega is still wrestling for them. Uh, Ricky Steamboat came out a couple weeks ago. He looked good. I mean... Yeah, but yeah, let's not but pretend like, like they're the only places doing this. I mean, the Rock and Roll Express are still on TV regularly. And yeah, bro, if Sandman does a fucking Canadian destroyer at the twenty three hundred Marina Arena, I'm all in. But he, bro, he, he's not. He can be. We saw him at a wrestling convention. He couldn't even fucking walk. Yeah, no, but he's he, dude. He's a lot better, dude. He freaking tore the house down at a show that I was at not too long ago. Yeah, didn't what? He he's not recently... going to wrestle though. He's just going to do cane shots. Wasn't he? Wasn't he part of Ring of Honor not too long ago when Bully Ray was still there? Didn't he come out for some shit during that time period? Dude, there was footage. He was involved with some shit with Silas Young. I remember. Was that wasn't that. They, that wasn't that long ago. Was they it? came out. Maybe. Hey man, if Stone Cold can do it. Yeah, dude, you're going to tell 60-year-old Stone Cold he can't fucking work? You're, you're all fucking crazy if you're going to compare Stone Cold to the fucking Sandman. All right, so then if he, wasn't that, if he wasn't ever that great anyway, what's it, what difference does it make? Because I just don't understand what bringing the Sandman in does to help him. You have Casey Navarro. You have Enzo. It's the 2300 have... Arena. They That's brought back Blue Meanie last time yes. they were there. Come on, dude. Yeah, Blue Meanie's on every show at the 2300 Arena, though. There you go. See, and in the hotels in West Orange, I tell you that much. No, oh boy, but I was all over it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like MLW had like, I see. I just, I, I was actually going to try and watch it this week, and then you told me there wasn't an episode, and you so was like, "Yeah!" It's kind of like, "Woo!" I guess I could watch some Always Sunny in Philadelphia before the show now. Oh, jeez. Can go. we? Can we? Can we switch gears? Absolutely. Can we do some NWA talk? I got a whole brother. So I know you listened to last week's show, uh, Tony, and I'm all I expect. I caught up. I'm all in. Evil booger eater. Me and Kevin talked about it last week. Yep. Love it. I love that he's just pile driving motherfuckers. Yep. Um, The gimp is fantastic. I'm not sold on the gimp. Bro, when he unzipped his thing and just stuck his tongue out, I was howling. Yeah, I'm not sold on the gimp. I don't know. Uh They're they're telling great stories. Who's yeah, the Kevin. gimp? Do we know who the gimp is? Like, I don't want to know who Scion is, but I want to know who the gimp is. Is it Crazy if, Steve? Uh, I don't know who the gimp is. If Kevin if I uh... no, don't worry about it. Don't look it up. I just want to know if you knew. No, okay. if we did, a, if I did, because he's got a bunch of like lucha tattoos. I'm sure if we dug into it, we could figure out who it was. But yes. I don't know who he is. Okay. Kevin left. I was going to ask him if he had a chance to watch uh, the NWA this week because I wanted to, I wanted to see his thoughts here. Okay. You want my three count? Um, <laughs> you want my three count? Do I? I mean, I watched uh, I watched the NWA this week too, Tony. So, well, I'm going back. I think it was part of the GIMP episode, um, but I'll get to that in a second. So, there were two power surges that I had not seen. So, I don't know. I think 
I think the one that's my first count was this week. The Fixers hosted another episode of uh, Power Surge. I thought that was a while ago. No, it was pretty recent. I think it was. I think it was this Saturday. Oh, that would have been NWA USA, right? Oh, that's it, USA. That's I didn't see. And damn it, I forgot to watch NWA USA. Uh, there were a couple of good matches on there. Um, what should we call it? Uh, VSK wrestled one of the guys from the Ill Begotten. There's a dude that looks like Hammerstone. He's kind of got like war paint on. He looks good. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Uh, Creed Garrison Creed. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna try to just pull it up. Yeah, never mind. I don't know if that came through. Um, we got Angelina Love making her in-ring return. So yeah, Alex Taylor and uh, VSK. We got Garrison Creed and Rush Freeman. I mean, the matches were fine. There was nothing wrong with it. But the big thing, dude. Go ahead, uh, Kevin. Did you get a before? I don't mean to cut you off, Tony. I just I was gonna ask before you left. Did you have a chance to watch? No. NWA this week. No. Okay. So Kevin, back to you. Uh, t- Jesus, Tony, back to you. I'm sorry. Anytime you get a chance to see the Fixers hosting NWA uh, USA for the week, tune in because these guys are a fucking riot. I was rolling when they were talking about rats and putting cheese on pizzas and serving the pizzas to the rats. Holy shit. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. These guys are gold money. The NWA fell in shit getting these guys. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, Second count, you'd be surprised. The Pope getting his title shot against Matt Cardona. I agree with what Matt said. This was a good fucking match. They told a great story, and that son of a bitch Matt Cardona had a cheat to win, but he pulled it off. Still your NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Great match. Go out of your way to watch it. But now... This was their second encounter, Tony? First. Oh, I did watch that. Tony's talking about stuff from last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was no main power this week, I don't think. I think it was just USA, right? Am I wrong? I don't know. It was a weird week. There wasn't like it was weird that like shit was missing from 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 the YouTubes. And I I know MLW was on purpose. I don't I don't know if NWA was. But let's get to the third count. So Velvet apparently got her own version of NWA USA called Velvet After oh. Dark. Was it? Velvet. Oh, it was Power Velvet. Surge. Power Surge. Power Surge. So I guess she's doing this whole sultry thing where she's whispering and she's saying she's all hot and bothered. And, of course, she's got a fucking gusher for the uh, Dirty Sexy Boy. So JTG and fucking uh, Dirty Dango come out. I didn't even listen to this, dude. I could give less of a shit because this was just annoying me. But, but the saving grace of this whole debacle came at the end of the show when Austin Idol came out. Holy shit. If you do not like Austin Idol, watch the end of this. He will fucking turn on you in an instant. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Are your, do your parents know you're doing this? Bro, I couldn't stop fucking laughing and she had nothing to say. Austin Idol made her feel like a fucking two-inch fucking midget. Sorry, whatever, small person. It was fucking hysterical, unbelievable. I loved it. Did you see that part, and did you not love it? Uh, I watched all of Power Surge. Uh, uh, um, look, there were two bright spots. The Aaron Stevens thing. Yeah, but that's not part of the three count. But I ahead. understand. You can talk about it. But it was only a 20-minute episode, and it was bad enough that it needs to be talked about in depth, Tony. Okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Got him. The, the, the... <laughs> I'm all for, I'm all for you being creative, right? Billy Corgan, you want to get creative. You want to run with some, you want to try some different things. This was borderline letters to Penthouse. Velvet Sky going, I'm so hot. I'm so bothered. Hmm. And then she's talking to JTD and Dirty Dango. And he's like, he's like, it gets hard out there. It gets <laughs> stiff. Do you like it when so it's hard or when it's stiff? Like, I love it when it's hard and it's stiff. You know, I used to be a pro wrestler. I'm like, what? This is the NWA. And then right after this, it goes to a commercial with Nick Aldis trying to shill the fucking belt. And I'm like, this completely defeats the purpose of everything you're doing. There's no lineage here with fucking Velvet Sky phone sex fucking nonsense. Not going to lie, Matt. I don't dislike it. <laughs> no, it's fucking. I was it's fucking garbage. It's fucking trash. It's bad enough that this fucking idiot gets to do goddamn commentary every week. I don't know how Joe Galley does his fucking job with her and this fucking idiot, fucking Austin Idol. He looks like he wears the fucking hat with the hair attached to it. He just takes it on and off. Ah, I'm fucking Austin Idol. They're fucking bickering, like two fucking assholes. Oh, fucking Aaron Stevens is beating up this little kid and fucking. Velvet Sky, Aaron, stop it! Stop it! Ah, Aaron, stop it! You're hurting him. She Shut was fucked up. Get off the she, TV. She distracted. What are you doing, <laughs> Billy Corgan? The fucking NWA. You're fucking. You're literally digging up Dusty Rhodes and dragging his fucking body through the mud with this fucking porn. It's porn. I like porn. What is it? AMR? The fucking voice shit? Where the bit, I don't know where you fucking talk really. It's Velvet Sky, shit. fucking AMR. Kids ASMR. are jerking off all over the world to your product. Congratulations. Fuck oh, Fuck look at this. Matt, look at me you. off today. Listen, you're upsetting our followers here. Look at this. Sorry. Harry Carlin, my ears. God damn it. Yeah, Austin Idol. He comes out. He goes, you're a fucking embarrassment. What's wrong with you? What are you doing? Dude, are your come parents on. Listening? How great was that? Like, Don't you ever talk about my parents. You keep that word out of your mouth. Oh, man. If this doesn't... Shut the fuck up. Go back to working in fucking wrestling shows and having Bully Ray save you when fucking people say shit that you don't like. You fucking sucked at this. This sucked. This sucked a fucking bag of baby oh, Indian boy. dick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fucking awful. The NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. I'd rather watch fucking Dory Funk with his fucking whip for 45 minutes than watch this fucking trash. Dummy. Yeah. Matt, you sound like Tony, says Kate. Good. I'm fucking pissed for the fucking waste of a half an hour. It's the NWA, a show I've enjoyed greatly. They're great at telling stories. They have this rich history. Now we got fucking jerk-off scenes. Great. Enjoy. Hell yeah! This is fucking Thomas Guy wants to get rough and then here buy the fucking belt that Nick Aldis fucking resurrected from the dead and brought meaning to to try and restore the fucking name the NWA. And now fucking Velvet Sky is looking to go fucking uh, Xavier Woods, uh fucking Brad Maddox and Paige all over the belt. Good. Enjoy. Despite all his rage, Matt is certainly not. A rat in a cage. What the fuck? Matt Cardone is doing amazing things. He's doing amazing things. He's telling great fucking stories. He's the ultimate fucking heel. He's a heel. Motherfucker. And yeah, everyone, everyone's fucking over here fucking pitching tents at fucking Velvet Sky. They're fucking she was, 
she dis- nonsense. She was distracting him. Who did they team up against where she was like all worried that he fell out of the ring? Oh, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Who did they wrestle? Who was the other team? <sighs> God damn it. No, I don't look it up. Don't Sorry. Look it, up. it doesn't matter. Run that back, Tony. Run that back. So they were in a tag match, the Dirty Sexy Boys, and uh, Dirty Dango got shit canned. And when he fell on the outside, uh, Velvet's like, right, are you okay? Are you okay? And he stops and he's looking at her and he gets fucking attacked again. It's like, fucking stop. Stop. I did see that. Who was that against? Oh, brother. It doesn't matter. None okay. of it matters. Okay. Okay. Well, Matt, well, we, 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 Matt, we know how Matt feels clearly about this. But I mean, like, even like, I mean, are you really that surprised that wrestling in 2022, like, that this still can happen? It was just, it was so stupid, though. Am I surprised? It's just bad. It's look. It's just bad. It's like when we watch the NWA pay-per-views and the pay-per-views are so good. And then we're like, does anyone listen to the commentary? Like, how do you let these two go on commentary and just bicker for fucking three hours about nonsensical bullshit that takes away from the product? It's yeah, not the only place it happens, dude. No, Never but happens. Kevin, this this is so on a whole, it's a whole different level. No, I know. But like, look at like um, when when everyone picks on Byron Saxton. Like if it's a JBL or if it's a you know when Cole was like a, it's it's not. Yeah, but but and this but, might be this might be a different animal. This might be to the extreme, but it. I mean, it's not like people uh, for some reason wrestling promoters have this weird reason that having announcers feud with each other is a good idea and makes for wrestling to be better when we've all know like Jr. Michael Cole like. It's it's been done to death and it just doesn't work. And it's but it's not shocking to me that yeah, but, we're but still seeing it. It's it, it's a different animal because at least like if you look if you look back at like the great the great commentary teams, like take a look at Monsoon and Heenan. Hina would always get a dig. Monsoon would go back at him, and then he kind of just let it go. Yeah. Velvet Sky just doesn't let anything go. She's constantly just got to plow through and fuck all that's going on in the ring. She's constantly got to go back at Austin Idol. Yeah. And I blame no. her a lot for it, you know? No, no you're right. Just... That's probably the closest thing to, like, the, the JBL, like, J- the, when JBL did it. Like, he was he was good when he wanted to be good, but when he wanted to be textbook JBL, he was brutal. Yeah, brutal. And the, you made a great point about Gorilla and Bobby Heenan, but like they were the they were the best of all time. I mean, maybe maybe Lawler and uh, and and Jr. is a close second, but they never. Even when Lawler was at his most heel, he was it was never this bad. Yeah, but if even if you take like Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura, like at least at least like Vince would know, like all right let's kind of switch gears and like not keep like poking and prodding them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's a bit to it where like, you got to kind of like, okay, let's not keep it going. She doesn't fucking care. And like Kate says, literally doesn't do her job. Exactly. She's worried about everything, but calling the action. And that's a fucking big, that's a big no. Jesse Ventura was the same. I'm not going to lie. Jesse Ventura was, he was good, but he wasn't, he wasn't great to me. No, but but Vince was able to keep him on track, and even he would realize that, like, okay, let's take it in a different direction. Let's call the action. Let's do something else. Velvet has no barometer. She just fucking got to get through it. Got to keep going. Got to keep going. Let's keep it up. Keep it up. There'll be endings of matches, and they'll still be fighting. That's get out of here. Yeah. Yes, it's bad. It's no, so- listen, I'm not arguing, and that's and why she- I loved Madison Rain so much on Impact. Madison Rain was incredible, 
and she, she like, tried. There was a match on this power so where she tried to rein back. Like she was like, "We need to stop this. Let's focus on the match." But like, if you're even like aware of the fact that you're taking, like, just don't fucking do it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I'm not. Dis- I'm the, don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you guys at but, all because I've, I've said it on this show that that Velvet Sky is just just not good at this. She has a place in wrestling, but this clearly is not it. And it seems to, according to you guys, have gotten has gotten progressively, progressively worse. And a hundred percent, this falls on on my good buddy Billy. He's got to pull this shit back. He's got to he's got to get it. Tim Storm, Joe Galley, Joe Galley calls the action. Tim Storm fills him with the color with the uh, with the color, and that and that's it. They were fantastic. They got like two weeks doing that job together, and oh, then it was all over. Clearly, Billy likes it yeah but billy's making a big mistake i don't have to talk to him yeah talk to your buddy man too too much fucking drugs in the 90s probably yeah but there's no way that like someone like like, like, no one if if you know something is so ridiculously bad and you don't step in to try to change it you're 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 not doing your job you're not you're not being a good boss. It's 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 malfeasance for malfeasance's Ooh, sake. Fucking hey, malfeasance. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, I like that word. Yeah, it's professional malfeasance. Fucking a. Not true. The tag team match, Tony. It was against the Commonwealth Connection. Ah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't know why she would even get involved in that shit. <sighs> oh, all right. So two things I'm going to nitpick about the NWA this week, aside from all that. What is with guys doing this move now where when when after a shoulder tackle, you know, instead of just dropping down when the uh, when the guy who's still standing hits the ropes, they dive at the guy's feet and trip him up now with their body. Like, when did this become a thing? You know, what I'm saying like, I don't know. You shoot somebody off the ropes. They come back at you. They hit you with a shoulder tackle. You drop down. Right. Correct. So. So the guy hits the ropes instead of just turning over and dropping down on your on your stomach, they like dive at the guy's feet and do that and trip the guy up. It's like what? what oh, I know you're talking thing? about. And the other thing too, I noticed NWA has also been doing a lot of uh, like heel heel versus heel and face versus face matches, which is weird. But like clearly, when one of the heels is being cheered, like why are they doing like heel shit? Like a couple of times, in order for guys to like try to swing the momentum back. They'll do a neck snap, like like over the top rope, and like you know, come down on the guy to the apron, and then the guy springs back. Like you're supposed to be a face in this match. Don't be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you got the crowd behind you. Don't do heel shit. Like I don't know why, but it really fucking irked me. It was probably because Velvet Sky was so off the fucking chain. But yeah, just nitpicking shit that bugged me this week about NWA. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm good. I think I'm calmed down now. Okay. Yeah, that was a that was, that was a lot. To, that was a lot to digest. Sure, I was, I know, so mad watching it. Yeah, and you and it's like a half an hour that you're fucking like, oh, I'm gonna watch some good NWA shit. And nope, nope, mm. nope, nope. End to nope, the nope, ope. Nope. It was not. It was bad, man. NWO. It was freaking bad. Do uh, <laughs> yes. Do we want to take a quick break before Billy Starks joins us? Do you sure. want to run commercials today, or do you want to do a wraparound of the? No, night? I don't want. I'm tired. Look, some of those commercials are fucking atrocious, dude. Well, they've been we've been playing them for like two years. Yeah, they're bad. So we can just do a quick rundown. Can we? Do you want to do the commercials? Just shit on them? No, I don't want to hear the fucking commercials. We beat cancel culture like it's just such cheese dick shit. 
Are you tired of not fucking listening to wrestling? We're going to change all that. No, I, I am. I am tired of the fucking <laughs> old commercials. So if you want to go over and, and the speak. Portuguese men aren't shoppy. Come on, let's shit on the commercial. No, we don't have a, a lot of time, Tony. We spell it with a K. Billy Starks, they're not even on the network, bro. Leave them alone. Yeah, but they're our boys. Come on. You yeah, know what? We, Billy we Starks make... is joining us in eight minutes. We don't have time to shit on these commercials. We, we and do to... Patreon plugs. All right, fine. Whatever. Let's keep going. All right. So I'm just going to tell you what's on the Shining Wizards now. Oh, you got this covered? Good. Then I can go take a piss. Yeah, go take a leak. I'll go full screen. Kevin, go grab a beer, take a leak, whatever you need to do. All right. You want to check out the Shining Wizards Network, home to amazing. Uh, you know what? I can't even say that because I just shit all over it. Uh, home to a bunch of great podcasts, uh, shows that <laughs> that I uh, we endorse. They are good shows. The commercials are just outdated. Um, so go over to ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Support all these great shows. Ringside Rant. Uh, he's doing great things over there. He just uh, came back from uh impact he was at rebellion and his latest episode is wrestlemania 11 uh so justin and rj break that down uh so go over there and check that out uh we got the radioactive metal our brothers to the north snowy and company uh they talk about the newest uh netflix netflix flick easier for me to say metal lords uh and they uh they drop a huge dri bomb they also crank some new tunes so if you're a metalhead Check out our brothers to the north, radioactive metal. Uh, we got Wrestling Night in Canada, also by Snowy and Company. Uh, they pay tribute to Scott Hall. Uh, the episode is a couple weeks old, uh, so uh, they are behind because they do several podcasts. But uh, go over there, check it out, Wrestling Night in Canada. Talk in the Razor's Edge uh, on the Shining Wizards Network. Uh, the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, Phil and Choppy, um, they go to Studio P. They talk uh, the WWE stuff. Uh, they talk the hate for Hangman Page. They talk about the Forbidden Door. Uh, so they're kicking it. They're bussing. Check it out. Turnbuckle throwbacks. Uh, uh, oh, very gassy. Excuse me. Inconclusive breakdown. Um, episode 407. It just says O Radio. So uh, there's no description. So check out the Inconclusive Breakdown, an anti-PC news and entertainment podcast. The Mark Order podcast, which I am part of every Wednesday night over on uh the mark order podcast look at me we talk all things aew every night right after dynamite uh me ryan schlong keith the great and ant money uh so check it out sometimes i show up most of the time i don't uh and then there's the midnight jury 80s and 90s revisited they uh cover boogie nights their latest episode so check out them over there at the midnight jury on the shining wizards network uh, and of course you can support the shining Wizards wrestling podcast for as little as one dollar a month uh we have a patreon head over to our patreon patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as a dollar a month you can support the shining wizards wrestling podcast three dollars a month gets you to bonus shows five dollars a month gets you a shout out on the show or promote your social media etc uh website whatever ten dollars a month you get a box of wizardry uh, and anything above that you get a box of wizardry every three months uh we are bringing an end to the boxes of wizardry uh in july uh, and then we have some fun stuff where we'll be doing monthly giveaways every month and there'll be more details coming your way, but, uh, the boxes of wizardry are wrapping up, uh, at the end of July. So stay tuned to that. Uh, but this time we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, Kathy Hummer, the queen of the shining wizards, uh, many the king of the shining withers, Danny Rusinello. You want to follow him on Twitter at not Danny Russ, uh, Anthony Rusinello, you know, him from the Mark order podcast, uh, Sean toe and Sean Calejo. 
uh, Kate the Great Hensler. She is at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. She is doing the Mark Order podcast. She's doing Sour Graps Tuesday night. She's doing the SmackDown Rampage post show on Fightful Friday nights. Uh, so follow Kate on social at Miss Kate Fabe, uh, and you can keep tabs on what Kate is doing. Uh, Macarifo, no relationship to the K. J. G. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinks More of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Jay Cop, Big Cop of Pump. Uh, he's not on the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, uh, so uh, don't listen to it. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, at Hot Tony is d- disappointed that I said that. Uh, he likes to uh, touch ding-dongs with Phil because they're like they're like brothers. They're Bruno brothers. I don't know. Fat guys do weird shit together. Um, I don't know. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, at High Five Tom. Great supporter for many years. He's got a podcast called Marking Out ROH uh, Revelry. So check that out. Uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, uh, Braden Bergen. He is the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. And he's also on the Twitter machine at BergXer0. B E R G X E R 0. Brendan Haney, Carrie Cowling at the Carrie Crush on Twitter. Make sure you follow all these people, too. They're great. They're big fans of the Wizards. They're wrestling fans. They're great to interact with. Ryan Schlong, uh, he's running the Mark Order Podcast Twitter at Mark Order Pod. He's watching Dark. He's watching Dark Elevation. He's watching Mission Pro Wrestling. He is uh, running the Twitter over there, so follow him. Asian Joe, uh, David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at Harvest Man Records, 856 dot bandcamp.com backslash music that is new so if you're going to harvest man records make sure you throw that 856 in there dot bandcamp.com backslash music mike peterson at lol mike peterson on twitter machine rob humphrey i dunk biscuits our friend oh. daily smark uh at the daily smark on twitter daily smark.com uh, they help you find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcast, uh, YouTube videos as well to keep you in the loop. So remember, check out the Daily Smart, dailysmart.com, at the Daily Smart on Twitter. My man, Roll. Roll. And last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercy Jr. Lives are gonna be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, Kevin. Felt like I put a little twist on it this time. Hey, I got a request. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you think Magenta should be involved in the interview tonight of Billy Starks? Oh, oh boy, no. Magenta. <laughs> no. Sure. Okay. Go nuts. <laughs> Go fucking nuts. I got I got to see if I can find Magenta. Hold on. I think he, oh, I think you have about a minute. Wait. I think he's I think somebody's at the door. Hold on. Oh no. Is he Tony is he, is he can he still hear us? I can hear you. Nah, he can hear right. us. Hey guys, how's everything? No, 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 no. I just wanted to run something by our our wonderful fan base, but I didn't want you to hear it. Well, you you want you think I should mute the 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 thing though, so I can't hear you? No, no, it's fine. I just I want to see how you look when you come back. That's all. And then we'll, I'll decide whether or not I want to say it. You really want me to do magenta? Is this like is this what we're I have doing? no idea? You just no fucking idea. brought it up, dude. Yeah, I know. 
I know. Yeah, this is you. This is your. Well, this, this is, is on your... you. You have yeah. about like fifty seconds before she joins the queue, so you better decide what you're doing. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here. I guess he's queuing up magenta. But hey, guys, how you been? That's great. I Michelle. can't wait to interview Billie Eilish. She's one please, of my favorites. Please do not call. Don't her disrespect that. the guys. Hey, how's your older brother Ricky? Please. I can't see shit in this mask without my glasses. I don't oh. even know how I wrestle. You know what, Magenta? I don't know how you wrestle either. Huh. Well, I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to um, say either. Let's just hope this does not explode in our faces. Yeah. Why? Should I not do this? Like Clearly, this is a great back? idea. No, no. Really? Uh, if, if you are committed to it, I say we do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Nah, you know what? Let's have some fun tonight. We're going to do this. All right. Magenta is here. Magenta's going to have a good time. Billy Starks joining us shortly. Bring in Billy. I'm ready. She is. <laughs> She's not here yet, Magenta. I'm serious. I, I really can't see shit. I look like a light bulb on the screen right now. You with the fucking bro with the lights. I don't know what to tell you. No, all I see is like this golden head. Like I can't make out any of my facial features. I don't understand why you are named Magenta and you don't own a Magenta mask. You can't ask these questions because there are no answers. Mm. We should let Billy Starks interview Magenta. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Tell her your double book tonight and this is what happened. Why does Magenta sound like a grumpy guy sitting outside of a deli in like Bloomfield? Because Magenta needs to get himself a fucking cheese croissant from Wawa. David David Henry Bauer, Tony's hatred for guests is growing. He's going from avoiding them to telling them. That's a great point. I don't know what it said. I couldn't read it. Matt was laughing. (laughs) It says that not only do you not be here for guests, it's growing in your hatred for them. And now you're just literally disrespecting them before they even join the show. Look, Tony's not even here. I don't understand what you're asking. No, but you, when Tony was here, he did it too. I'm magenta. I respect all guests because I'm a guest myself. That's right. Uh-oh. Don't, hey, don't. the guest has arrived. All right, easy, magenta. All right, so she, she smiled, so that's a good that's a good start. Miss Hi, Billy. Stark. How are you? Hi, guys. Good. I'm sorry I was a little late. I had to finish up some homework. <laughs> It's okay. Ooh. We uh we lost Tony tonight, and we were jo- we're joined by Magenta. Don't ask. I don't know why we allowed this to even happen. So my apologies. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> That's all we can do. Just grit our teeth and bear it. Uh, you. So for those not familiar with Billy Starks, you just said you finished up some homework. Seventeen. You are. Cr- you just had a crazy weekend at GCW. Your weekend this weekend is out of control because uh, you are all over the place. Friday, double shot Saturday, uh, and a match on Sunday. How do you manage uh, being a 17-year-old teenager and uh, one of the hottest young wrestling stars out there? Um, it's a lot sometimes, but I have a really good support system between my friends and family. They help me through it. <laughs> Now, I understand your dad was a very famous professional wrestling photographer, and that was kind of how you got your foot in there, your love for pro wrestling. Yes. Uh, Mouse Wrestling Adventures is my father, um, and that's how it kind of started. He handed me um, a camera, and I started shooting pictures, and then I became a wrestler. <laughs> Do you remember what your first picture was? 
I don't. I believe it was at an IWA show, though. Um, and I was doing promos for, like, the longest time. So I think I got stuck doing promos and just started doing that. <laughs> so this doesn't happen very often where we talk to somebody uh, as, as young as, as you are and as experienced and as, as popular as you are. Uh, what kind of advice have you been given, uh, and specifically maybe from who, as to how to 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 take this career at such a young age? Um, I so honestly, the best advice I've ever been given. I don't remember who it was from exactly, but it was just like keep being a good person because that's like what's going to keep you going the furthest. Like people want to help other good people. Um, and we don't get better, like, without helping others. It was like, hey, this person sucks right now, but if I give them this advice, at least when I have to wrestle them, they won't suck. <laughs> That's actually very good advice. Most people just tell me I suck, and then they walk away. <laughs> I guess I'm never going to get better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Magenta, do you have a question for Billy Starks? No, I was just showing her that I understand what she's going through and where she's come from. You know, she's lucky, though. She's got a good support system. I have no support whatsoever. That's why I wear a mask. I'm embarrassed to be myself. When did you know that this is what you wanted to do, Billy? I don't have, like, that moment in time where it just, like, clicked for me, but it was just very early on. Uh, I went from, like, super tiny Bill to being, like, Oh, I want to be an ice cream truck driver, and then it turned to SCI, uh, S, uh, CSI investigator because I was a big Criminal Minds fan and Law and Order, and then it turned into pro wrestler. I've been stuck on pro wrestler now because I'm so stubborn. Here's the most important question: Which version of Law and Order? What I don't know. Like, well, there's regular Law and Order. There's Criminal intent, and then there's SVU, and, and now there's SVU or, and organized. SVU. Crime. The best. Yeah. She's SVU probably not old enough to remember the original Law and Order. Let's be honest. I mean, oh, don't... rude. Yeah. No, seriously, that show was on like 30 years ago. <laughs> I should know. I was a little tight, probably about your age when that show. There's was always on. reruns. I understand, but when you have good <laughs> shows like Criminal Intent, why would you go back and watch that other? No, and it's sorry. actually ju- it's on again. The original Law and Order got rebooted, and it's on again. Mm-hmm. So magenta. No, you're not. Well, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I like Logan uh, and Briscoe. I don't want new people. Nah, McCoy is back. Jack McCoy is back. Oh, for real? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, sign me. He up. got excited. <laughs> is that on Peacock? I'm paying for that already. I hope yes, it, it is on Peacock. Oh, right? look at this. Or magenta. I'm so glad Billy's here. This made my day. <laughs> well, it's uh l- knowing learning. Knowing is half the battle. Learning. I don't fucking know. Something. Anyway, like uh, sorry, Billy. Not only. Are you crushing it in the ring? But you also had the Billy Stark brand, and you just had a huge event Sunday. Yes, big Starks brand. Um, we had a show on Sunday, the BSB tournament, um, and Ace Perry was our winner. Um, I got to wrestle Brayden Lee. That was a first time ever singles match, which I had a great time. Um, and Brayden was the winner of the tournament last year. So I think I have to wrestle Ace Perry next year. <laughs> When are you gonna get in there and show Brandon Kirk who's boss? I love Brandon, but he's a oh. hot mess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone, someone has to love Brandon, and it's not Casey either. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon gets no love on this show, Billy. 
Oh, he I yells love at me and makes sure I wake up in the morning for school and do my homework somewhat. <laughs> Have you, uh, so it's, it's not as uncommon now, you know, you're, you're young and you're wrestling. Nick Wayne is doing the same thing, but we, um, we are friends with Kayla Sparks and I don't know if you're familiar with Kayla Sparks, but she was very young when she started like 14, 13. And now she's just recently had a resurgence. Have you gotten a chance to, to, to paths cross, cross paths. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Path cross. Yes. It's late. I understand. Shut up magenta. Uh, no, this is just, I just can't speak English. Uh, that's usually what my biggest problem is. Have you uh, crossed paths with, with Kayla uh, and, and um, your hundreds of excursions? Sadly, not yet. Um, I've seen some of her stuff on Twitter, but we have not gotten in the ring together yet. I feel like that would be a fun matchup if it ever did happen. And I think if there's anyone out there who can kind of, I mean, you have a great system in place. She, she lived it. She experienced it like... And this was 20 years ago, and it, wrestling is nothing like, like the challenges. Like it was. <laughs> yeah, the challenges you face now are probably were a hundred times worse 20 years ago. It's crazy because I look, I have uh, like your career up here on this other computer. You wrestled 90 matches according to this thing in 2021 alone. That is amazing. I try. I have five matches this weekend, and I think I had four last weekend. Just keeping the schedule going. <laughs> How are you? Are you driving to all these? Are you driving all over the place? You flying? What's your favorite mode of transportation? Uh, I enjoy flying, but I don't do that very often. Most of the time, I am driving in the car. Uh, usually, me and Mouse, but Mom's been going on a lot more of the road trips. Even though she hates it, she only drives because of me. <laughs> How do you feel about being such a big part of what a lot of people consider, I guess, if you want to put a ranking system on it, literally like the number three promotion in in GCW right now? Like GCW, literally a lot of people consider, you know, the third brand in professional wrestling with how much notoriety and popularity it's it's gathered over the last few years. What, how do you feel about being so integral into that? And tell, tell us how that how the heck did that start? So I'm so happy to be part of everything that GCW is doing. Um, and it's really helped me like progress so much further than I would think um, so quickly, um, especially at my age. Um, and GCW honestly just started because I showed up to shows and was helping out. Um, and I it was during the pandemic, so not everybody was running. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of free. Let me go to shows and see what I can do. Um, and they ran up in Indianapolis and they needed a person to wrestle on pre-show against Thunder Kitty. So that was my first GCW event. Um, and then from there, it just slowly became more and more. Is it, is it common that people your age are getting involved in wrestling? Like, do you notice a lot of, of, uh, 18, 17, whatever year old people are, are doing this? right now like and allowed to do this right now um it's not very common but i have come across a few people um like of course there's nick wayne i was just talking to him about top rope ranas and dragon ranas um (laughs) because we're like what's something crazy we can come up with um but then there's also uh starboy charlie marcus mathers um and it's just not very common to find people who start so young. 
Um, I was joking with a wrestler the other day called uh, Jody. He's a Vegas kid. Um, and I was like, oh, by the time I'm 23, I'll be a 10 year vet. And he was like, I hate you, Bill. I started when I was 23. <laughs> It's it's, it's crazy. It's you're right though. It's crazy. No, no, it's it's you're, nuts. And I just want to ask: Is there any sort of of paperwork that you actually have to sign before you go and and do all this kind of stuff, or is it just like, hey, it's just it's an art form, just like anything else? You can you can go perform at a play in the theater at at seventeen. So you could, I guess, you could be a professional wrestler at seventeen. What's that like? Uh, yeah, most of the time, people, um, when people first see me, I think they're used to me now. They're like, oh, she's not going to hurt herself. It's fine. But when I first started wrestling, a lot of the worries were like, oh, you're so young. I don't want to be responsible for this. Um, and I'm one of the people I have always traveled with my parents. Uh, my parents are like, yep, she will never wrestle without one of us being there or someone we trust. So um, I've always been good um, and covered on that end. Uh, but like I've think i've hit the point where people are like oh no she's good i'm handled i don't need to be worried about because i think a lot of people are very standoffish when you're like oh this is my age um and i think it shouldn't be based on that i think it should be based on your ability in the ring and you as a performer um i never really looked at as like my age should affect my wrestling and a lot of people take that into consideration when they look at me as a wrestler and i've never truly understood it but then I can't see from an outside perspective. I'm living my life, so I don't know. <laughs> so let me ask you, you got to be like the coolest kid in school, right? I mean, you're a pro wrestler and you're in school, right? I mean, everybody loves you. Right? Am I wrong? Um. Well, it's mostly like people don't understand what I'm doing. Um. A lot of the times, like me and my close knit friends, uh, like understand what I'm doing and they think it's crazy and super cool. Um, and like, I had to tell my teachers because I came in like freshman year and I'm covered in bruises and my teachers were like, Oh, is everything okay at home? And I was like, um, Oh God. Yeah. Why? And they're like, Oh, you're just always like coming in. You're black and blue. I was like, Oh no, I'm wrestling. Please don't think my mother is hitting me at home. Please don't call CPS. <laughs> so, so how was it at school when the girl with, 14.6 thousand Twitter followers walks into the freaking classroom. I, honestly, nobody cares. I'm just another student when I'm there. I have to separate the real life from wrestling. Can't blend the two. <laughs> are you, does everyone know what you do? Are there, are there people in your, and you're not, you're maybe like extended circles that are just like still oblivious to it or? So everybody knows about it, just not everybody understands. Like, I'll have people joke with me of like, oh, when are you going to disappear and go get a contract? And like, they're like, oh, what is like independent wrestling? So I started hanging up flyers around my school and slowly more and more people started coming to the shows and they think it's insane at this point. We're on the line with Billy Stark. Follow her on social media at Billy Starks. That's with a Z at the end on Twitter. Billy underscore Starks on Instagram. Just a pro wrestling tea store. Pro wrestling tees backslash Billy Starks. And she has the Big Starks brand. Uh, follow them on social media at Big Starks brand. And again, that's with a Z, not an S. Uh, S-T-A-R-K-Z. Uh, 
Uh, so be sure you're following Billy. She's doing amazing things. Huge weekend coming up. Now, you didn't announce where you're going to be Thursday, so I have your Friday night dates going across the bottom. You'll be at Flawless Wrestling against Kylan King. Saturday, you're doing a double shot at Naptown All Pro Wrestling, uh, and that's in Far East Indianapolis. You're against D-Rogue. And then in the evening, you are doing a three-way dance um, uh, with, um, oh, my God, uh, Heather uh, Heather Monroe and uh taylor rising and this sunday you're a black label pro uh and you will be wrestling against uh, i'm waiting for it to go against the bottom of the screen dan the dad i should have known that i typed all this out today are, are you allowed <laughs> to announce where you're going to be thursday is this a um, yes i actually just announced it before the podcast um i am answering dalton diamond's open challenge in illinois oh look at you so how do you like obviously high school uh you're gonna graduate and then you know do you plan on continue on to college and wrestle at the same time because it can't be an easy workload now and i can only i mean as you as your career goes you continue to impress i mean gcw is doing amazing things um you're on the map uh like you're taking off and college is right around the corner. Like, have you, I don't want to think of too far ahead, but have you thought that far ahead? Like, is it, is this feasible for me? Am I going to be able to wrestle Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and go to college? Um, I've made a promise to my mother. If she paid for wrestling school that I would go to college. So I have to hold up my end of the deal. Um, I've talked about like different ideas. I've talked about, going in school for college and then I've also talked about just going online because it would be easier with travel and stuff um, but I got a little bit more time to figure that out um, but I've already got, got most of my gen, gen eds all the dumb stuff I have to do I take two college classes this year with all of my other APs and I'm keeping up with it pretty well due to like all the traveling um, luckily, all my teachers work with me. I just have to not fail this end of the year project for English. <laughs> Damn! So you're an AP, like, dude. I was AP classes and college courses. Oh, what gross. APs are you taking? Um, I take AP U.S. History, AP Physics, and then I take Japanese and then theater. Um, and what else is my workload? I take IB applications and interpretations which is my math class and then ib literature which is ib literature higher level for english all right get off and, and she wrestled Go tony deppin and jordan oliver and mance warner yeah. and matthew justice this weekend so <laughs> you, got, you have work to do get out my here. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got to share the ring with so many people diana parazu jimmy lloyd uh demi expo delmi expo excuse me <laughs> who's your favorite wrestler to to get in there and work with um, who see, this is a hard one for me because I've gotten very, very lucky early on in my career to wrestle so many great talents. Um, but probably my favorite person that I've gotten to wrestle was Kylie Ray. I think she's phenomenal and she helped me so early on in my career. Um, I would love to get in the ring with her again. Um, because I wrestled her like when I just hit like a year year and a half and i was like i'm so much better now i used to be so doo-doo <laughs> you can curse if you want to 
That's, oh no, I am no. so wholesome. No curse, curse words. That might be the greatest. That might be the greatest quote that we've ever had on on the show. I am so <laughs> doo doo. What are I, you? Uh, I'm being honest. No, I, I appreciate doo doo. Uh, <laughs> my mom makes fun fun of me all the time. Her, and my dad love just showing everybody my first match, and I'm like, I have to walk away. I was like, I'll be back when it's over, because I just hate it so much. You're your toughest critic. Can you? What do you know about this Pizza Cat Junior? Oh, she's the goat. That's Mouse's favorite wrestler. Now, see, I think Pizza Cat. Me, look, me. I think me and Pizza Cat are like. My job is I make pizza for a living, and the cat is somewhere. She will come on this table <laughs> at some point tonight and stick her butthole in front of the camera. It's only a matter of time. So I feel <laughs> like I should. I should be like. I need a Pizza Cat T-shirt. This is like right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Uh well, Pizza Cat has stickers, scrunchies, and uh little four by sixes, but no T-shirts yet, sadly. What do you, I see a Pizza Cat wearing a Pizza Cat shirt right here? Hey, that's mine. Only yeah. mine. Who's? Wait, what? Whoa. I think I think Matt could use a Pizza Cat scrunchie myself. <laughs> no, I just got a haircut, man. No room for no. So are you telling me you're Pizza Cat Junior? I am. Oh, come on. Why does everyone have a mask on all of a sudden? What is going on here? <laughs> it literally just happened to be right. <laughs> literally happened I was right ready to like reach over and grab the pizza cat mask. <laughs> oh, please do. Let's do it. It's sadly Wait, downstairs. Uh, <laughs> I was. I can go get the ridiculous thing my mother-in-law got me at the dollar store the other day. What, dinner? <laughs> no, she brought me like it's a Roman Reigns mask. She was like, I thought oh. this would be funny for your podcast. <laughs> your mother-in-law rules. <laughs> is she single? She is. She is magenta. Oh, how am I looking? <laughs> Very shiny. Yeah, I don't understand. These yeah, lights are too much in the studio. You're taking the rub off of Billy Starks here. She's our guest tonight. All right, I'm trying cool. not to. She's awesome. She's studying AP classes. She's taking college yeah. credit. She's beating. She up is, Tony and Deppin. she's uh, she's busy. And I don't want to take up her whole night because I'm sure she has homework and shit to do. But Can do-do. we talk about how much we all hate Brandon Kirk some more? <laughs> we can't if you really want to. I mean, I, I'm down. Yeah, that guy. Look, sucks. my problem with him. Oh, right, he's a Ranger fan. Here we go. Um, look, <laughs> we were having his at the time fiance on the show, and I tagged him in a Twitter post, and then he DM'd me. He was like, "Why the f are you tagging me in this?" And I was like, "I don't know, bro. It's your fiance. Like, you want to promote her? You weirdo." <laughs> it's good old Brandon. Yeah, good old Brandon. I ran into him at the Walmart up here one day. It was oh funny. no, he's limping around right now. He with his hurt calf, and it's hilarious. He's getting the old man waddle. Oh, if Brandon Kirk is old, then I don't even want to know what the hell we are. <laughs> yeah, forget, forget knowing the original Law and Order. Jeez. Yeah, easy. We make fun of Brandon, like what he looked like when he first started. Have you seen the the like beaded chokers and the the mean sunglasses? The way that that's the way the early two thousands were. It's yeah. so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, to a lot of people, it's crazy. So it's crazy. We talk to a lot of people on the show, and obviously, the younger wrestler. As we get older, the wrestlers coming up are younger, a lot younger. So it's like very foreign to me that there's people that we talk to that are wrestlers that didn't get to grow up during like the Raw versus Nitro era, right? Yeah, you are your seven. I don't even know, like, 
what my era of wrestling is. Is it like the ruthless? Is it like ruthless it's, aggression? Matt, it, it's it, Matt. It's on TV right now. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> um. So like when I first got into wrestling, like my generation was like when Bailey and Sasha were like in NX- in NXT and the same with like Finn Balor. Um, and then this is like, I got to see like a little bit of like Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen's ROH run and then him going into WWE. So like, that's what I remember when I first started like watching wrestling and getting really into it. How does it make it feel? Do you feel old? (laughs) I didn't need that to feel old. I, I heard that and now I feel older. (laughs) it's 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 wild but it's also like comforting like that wasn't for me i was nxt was working but the main wwe stuff it wasn't and it still doesn't work for me but like so you found something that worked for you when you stuck with it and now here you are you know you're you just wrestled a bazillion shows this weekend you're doing ap homework you're talking to us to and some idiot in the mask and then you're going to go back out and do it next weekend and like you're doing you know you're doing pretty much every show you can get on you're getting your name out there you're doing gcw you're doing black label pro you're doing flawless wrestling uh beyond you know you're everywhere and i think that's just i think that's the beauty of the the professional wrestling industry you want it you have the great support system with your parents and, and they're there to support you along the way and i just think it's a wonderful story it's just fun to you know, you didn't grow up and and watch like it still blows my mind. Like we talk to people who are like I only watch WWF. I never watched WCW, and I'm like, how we? There was never. I didn't have the internet. I couldn't watch whatever I wanted to. I had to put a VCR, a tape in the VCR. So it's it's fun. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a little completely bit. fine. I'm not gonna lie though. I've been. This is just me as like me as a wrestler. Uh, my wrestling brain has been fried. So like when I do sit down and like watch wrestling, um, I either watch uh, Joshi Japanese wrestling or I watch uh, backyard wrestling. I love backyard wrestling with my whole soul. And and I don't understand how people have so much like hate for it because there's good backyard wrestling that I literally steal from all the time. <laughs> I think it's just the lack of training that gets like the hard. Like, I the don't hard... care about that. No, no, I, I'm not saying you do, but I think that, their issues. I think I that's where the hate comes from is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's just where the hate comes from. That's all. Matt, Matt um, was an accomplished backyard wrestler. It was a long time. Way before you were born, kid. Well, yeah, that's the truth. We, we are going so much. We are going to uncover those tapes one day. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> well, well, that's a pretty innovative stuff. The- so I just want to say, here's the here's the great thing about about you is that you are so young and you're getting such a first start, and you already have so much experience that I feel like there's no doubt in my mind, especially after this interview, that you're going to be somewhere major. You're already there. But you're going that there's no reason why, unless you choose not to do it, there's no reason why you won't end up in a major, major brand in a major, major way uh, just because of your experience. Are those expectations ever in your head? Um, It's not really like in my head. It's more like future me's problem to deal with. 
um it gets brought up like all the time and i'm like i'm just riding this wave out because i'm like looking in my mind i'm like oh i can't be touched until i'm 18 so i still got a while um i was very very shocked because me and uh nick wayne were talking about how like his contract came about and it's still kind of weird for him um because it's like hey i still gotta go to school but then this company is just bought my name basically and i get to say i can wrestle on television now <laughs> yeah it's unbelievable stuff when you are in um flawless wrestling this weekend are you gonna you gonna give a little head nod to camille you let her know give me that, nah. give me that. Nope. you don't want that belt that nwa championship a time and place will come, but this is not the time or the place. You're not even just going to be like, what's up, Camille? So I see you. I, I have another match to focus on. I can't worry about that. Fair enough. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Billy, 2022, the world's finally opened up. You're getting back out there. Crazy schedule. What do you uh, see for yourself in 2022? What are your big goals? Um, is there somebody you've yet to share a ring with that you're uh, you're dying to get in there with? Ooh, so uh, the goals is honestly just keep traveling. I would love to go to the West Coast more. Um, I love the scene out there, and I've made it out to Seattle, um, and I would love to be back there, uh, and I would love to be part of Defy. Uh, everything they are doing there is insanely good. I just want to be a part of everything they have going on there. Um, and I did my first Beyond show, and I would love to come back there. Um, just because their brand is so great. Um, and I think they use their talent so well and everything with wrestling open. Once the summer hits, I'm definitely, if I have time free, we're going to a wrestling open. It's fantastic. Billy, I know you're busy. I know you got homework and just life, uh, to deal with <laughs> right now. We appreciate And after such a busy weekend and one coming up, we appreciate you taking the time, uh, again, at Billy Starks on the Twitter machine, uh billy underscore starks on instagram pro wrestling tees.com backslash billy starks of course billy starks uh, not billy starks brand big starks brand on the twitter machine thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule anything you want to leave us with your fans with before we let you go tonight um i don't think so thank you guys so much for having me uh i had a good time i'm sorry that i'm like gross and dirty but uh i had fun thank you Oh, of course. Well, no, you're good. We have we do a show with Magenta, and he is the grossest, <laughs> and dirtiest, hence the Yeah, mask. I'm pretty disgusting. We're so glad you had a good time. Um, and and anytime you want to come back on, uh, we can. T- I would love to talk about the, you learning Japanese, and I would love to know if you plan on eating uh, raw horse meat when you go to Japan. Because any guest I have, any guest we have on the show, Lance Archer said when he goes to Japan, the raw horse meat is amazing. And every guest we've had on the show, I've asked if they've been to Japan. And I'd say probably like 95% of them have, have had it, and they're okay with it. I'm going to ask my Japanese teacher tomorrow if he's ever had it. Mm. I made him try peanut butter mochi for the first time because I found it when I was like traveling. And they were selling it, and he was like, this is not real Japanese food. He was very upset, and then he tried it, and he was like, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, mochi's uh, the, good, no matter what the flavor. The, uh, I don't know if you watch. I know you're a wrestler, so you probably don't watch a ton of wrestling, but JP uh, Charlton making Kevin Kelly drink like these weird flavored sodas in the middle of a New Japan broadcast might be the funniest thing ever. That sounds hilarious. I need to find it. 
<laughs> well, Billy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Um, and best of luck. We'll keep an eye on you because I think you're going to blow up in, in 2022, especially in the summer when there's no school and you're out there killing it. We're going to see you everywhere. So I'm super excited about it. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. You too, Thank Billy. You, we'll Billy. talk soon. Bye-bye. Talk soon. All right, Billy. She called me, sir. Fuck me, man. Oh, you're old. You suck. Oh, <laughs> he was awesome. That was so much fun. That was a yeah, good time. She was cool. Good kid. Magenta, how you feeling over there? Oh, I'm all kinds of itchy and sweaty. I think I'm getting the fuck out of Tony's house. His wife puts the heat on fucking 90, and I can't take this shit. Yeah. All right, Magenta. Well, you go. go yeah, find I'm going to go fucking do something. I'll get Tony back. Fuck this. Please, nonsense. thank you. Yeah, yeah make sure. Make, yeah, I, I, you guys have a great taste in wardrobe, though, both of you. Who? Magenta and Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got a good look going on. Yeah. When Tony comes back, before we do, can you beat that? Oh, Kevin's here. We'll bring Kevin in. I never left. No, no, no. The challenger. Oh, that's right. The cheat. Apparently, this guy is not averse to cheating. Wow, cheating. That's what I, I listen now. That was a Twitter uh, thread where I listen. Being crafty is one thing, but cheating, oof! I don't know if I tolerate that. I don't know what happened. My hair's all sticking up. I don't understand. Oh, Tony. Well, Tony, while you were gone, uh, Kevin joined us. The other, the Kevin Rogue joined us. The better looking Kevin. That's it. The better looking Kevin. And I was actually here to talk to Magenta, so I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, dude, Magenta can't come back. He's we, we have bigger. We have bigger fish to fry. Please don't encourage fucking Magenta. You want Magenta back? Magenta, Magenta can't host the show though because he can't read for shit with his mask on. Well, for those of you who did not join us in our down the aisle special that we did on YouTube, Kevin uh, was kind enough to join us. Kevin Rogue, he's uh, of the Year of the Pod at Year of the Pod on Twitter. I got your your uh, plugs going across the bottom. He's also an independent professional wrestling manager at JJ Rogue Means on the Twitter machine. So you want to follow him? He's doing great things out there in the uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota area. Oh, hey. He is well, is going to be Kevin's challenge tonight for Can You Beat That? Oh, baby. Kevin, how are you? Boy, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I was expecting a little bit more from not as good looking Kevin, so I'm a little disappointed in him so far. Wait, uh, what, what happened? <laughs> what did I do? You, you didn't live up to the to the, the trash talk end of the, the game, man. Well, that's not how I roll, bro. It was very disappointing. I was listening to the show last weekend. And just nothing. You didn't. You didn't have it in you. Where I'm was it? Where a, was I'm the not fire? A vindictive person. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not vindictive. I don't talk trash. I let my actions speak for the words that I am too afraid to say. So I can appreciate that. that. I can appreciate that. And I already pretty much guaranteed that you're going to beat me. So yes. <laughs> oh, how'd you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kevin gave up at like seven oh one. I have no self confidence at all. Oh no, that's disappointing. Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's Kevin. I said I'd pay for shipping for the belt to come to Minnesota. So that that is well, boy. we have right now. We're playing for the interim, <laughs> <laughs> the interim championship belt. Outstanding. Uh, Look at that, hey Kev. How do you feel about how do you feel about that wing, that winged eagle on top of the globe? Right yeah, there. That's uh, that's 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 <laughs> not bad. You do that yourself? Oh yeah. I figured as much. <laughs> Very talented. Now, Matt, before before Kevin number two joined us, you were you were saying something or mentioning something before we play. Can you beat that? Was there something you had to go over? No, there's nothing I had to go over. Oh, um, so we're good here. Okay. Um, 
Tony, do you want to explain the rules for those new listeners? Maybe uh, Mr. Rogue has a question. Maybe I can go get another drink. Yeah, you can go get a drink because now it's time once again to play everybody's favorite game show. Can you beat that? That's right, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again on the Shining Wizards, we are bringing you another edition of everybody's favorite game show. Tonight, Kevin in his first title defense since becoming Can You Beat That Champion takes on an outsider. And he has no faith in his abilities to retain that title. But let's gonna we're gonna see what happens tonight. Well, let's welcome everyone to the challenger of the show, Mr. Kevin Rowe. Kevin, how are you tonight, my friend? <laughs> Fantastic. Kevin, now you know that you're up against a guy who's been playing this game for quite a few years. You're the relative newcomer. Any strategy for the game tonight? I'm just going to take it as it comes to me. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to wait for him to fuck up, and then I'm going to win. Speaking of taking things out, comes to him. They're our returning champion, Mr. <laughs> Kevin Garifo. Kevin, how does it feel to be holding the gold? Oh, I'm packing all the gold, baby. Well, and I can't to- wait to challenge or to be challenged by a very worthy competitor based on previous dealings. This should be should be a, a barn burner, Tom. I'm looking forward to it. I always love being in the host seat. I feel like I get the front row seat to all the action, and we got some action tonight. This is how the game works for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time or need a little bit of a refresher. So what's going to happen is we're going to play to the best of three, if it even goes that far. That's right. I'm going to put out topics for questions, and whoever's got control of the board We'll not only get to decide which question we have to go first, but then we'll also hear what the question entails and how many possible answers there are. And then it becomes a game of, can you beat that? That person will decide how many correct answers they think they can provide to the question. And then it's up to their opponent to decide whether they're going to let that person answer or whether they can beat that. If they get all the answers correctly that they chose, they will get a point. But if they miss even just one, they will lose the point. And the first man to two wins so we've got a tie we've got a hell of a sudden death and i hope it goes that far because i want to see somebody get fucking slaughtered tonight (laughs) kevin is this the first time you've heard these rules or were you informed of the rules ahead of time so i had listened to the last time the the can you beat that but it was a little bit different because i think there was just the one topic and you ran the table with the winged eagle correct that's right big moment big biggest moment of my life well, Kevin, I understand. Kevin ran the table for the first question, and Matt thought he was going to run the table for the second question. He wound up eating. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yep. So we did not get to the tiebreaker, and we've got Enough some. Rub it in. That's okay. So, Kevin, let me ask you this real quick, and this is not going to indicate whether or not the questions. Tony, uh, the Tony questions you're really going to need to have to indicate Kevin's which now. Kevin you're talking to. Oh, well, Kevin, the new Kevin. I mean, I'm. I know you. <laughs> doesn't def- doesn't. We still have the same name. Right, I'm gonna call you Champ. Is that better? No, it's 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 disrespectful to my challenger. But then I'm gonna call him the challenger. No, they call him. Well, that's disrespectful to me. Name. All right, <laughs> stay his full name. Handsome Kevin. Just just for my own yes, edification. When what was your first memory watching wrestling? The first thing you remember actually watching in professional wrestling. Uh, would have been Royal Rumble '89. Oh, all right, all right. So, all right, so we, we've got a we've got a long lifer here, Kevin. Who were the first two entrants in Royal Rumble 1999? Oh, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. What are we whipping our dicks out already? Yeah, oh. take it easy. Put it back in your pocket, there, champ. <laughs> 
on, it's easy. It's, it was it was smashing axe. You feel good about that? I feel great about it. Good, good. Right, that's yeah. that's how I want you to feel. Big flex, big yeah, time flex. I don't know what you guys talked about when I went to get a drink and take a leak. Uh, no, Mr. Rogue, did you did you any any preparation for this? No, no. I mean, if you don't know what the topic is, how do you prepare for it? Fucking yeah, you know what? Great point. Mr. Rogue came to play, and I like it. Matt, if you had to be a betting man at this point, what are you thinking? I got to back Kevin, bro. I just went on that whole tirade. I got to back Arkell. I just went on that whole tirade about fucking Richard Holiday. You think I'm going to turn code on, on Shining Wizards Kevin now? All right. Fair enough, Kevin. That, I don't know if that belt's going to... Oh, he got it on. Look at this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a belt from, my, from like 15 years ago, and it still fits around my waist. Uh, Kevin I mean, with these on. fucking low-key flexes. I love it. I love it. No, it's it's not a flex. Trust me, I, I hate. Oh yeah, did I, you know who started? How freaking skinny I am! What are you out of your mind? <laughs> out of your balls? Out of my balls? Yes, I'm out of my balls. Okay, Mr. Rogue, since you are the challenger, I'm going to give you the first crack at the topics. How does that make any sense? Because he's the challenger, but I'm the champ. So he gets first crack. He's the challenger. So it would. So just, just. I mean, it does. The champion's advantage would play that way, but it's your game. <laughs> No, it's always been yeah. the challenger goes first. Okay. Kevin's just not used to being the champ. Kevin's used That's to going first. Okay. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Move on. We're good. I'm okay with this. Mr. Rogue, I've got two questions here. One of which is called New World Mania. That has nine possible answers. The other question is called Immortal Mania, which has 13 possible answers. Whichever question you do not choose will be Kevin's question for the second round. So you will get to see both. It's just a question of which one you want to try first. I, mm, boy, I, I think I'll probably go with New New World Mania. That's an excellent choice. I kind of like that one. No, Matt, hate, what I, do I you think you, New World Mania means? Uh, I haven't the slightest idea, Tony, because you get very creative with this stuff. And I am an can, idiot. Can so. I take a guess at what it is? Sure, Kevin. Uh, champ. I think it's how many members of the New World Order also were involved in a WrestleMania match or a main event? That is a hell of a question, and I will have to put that in the Rolodex, but that's not what this one means. Okay. Mr. Rogue, in the illustrious history of WrestleMania, nine people won the WWE Championship for the first time at WrestleMania. WWE Championship. We're not counting Universal. We're not counting World. Straight up, strictly Buddy Rogers to Roman Reigns, WWE Championship. Nine men have done it for the first time at WrestleMania. How many of the nine can you name? And take your time, write some notes, do yeah. whatever you need to do to get that number to me. Why Mr. Rogue is doing that, be sure to check out his podcast, Year of Duke and Rogue at Year of Pod. They go through uh, the year of uh, wrestling pay-per-views. They're focusing on WCW this year. Uh, their latest episode just dropped today. Oh, can we just turn that music down just a little bit? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are oh, you good? Try to do my Velvet Sky. Uh, oh, please place. don't. We'll have to Austin Idol your ass. What are you doing? Don't you have a family? Uh, Slambury 96 is where the year of the pod is at. Nice. Uh, oh, and Nelly's here. Come on, Nelly, get down. 
Kevin, do we have a number yet? Are we still thinking? Oh, boy. I'm so, so uh, I want a clarification if I could. Sure. So nine for the first time, you're just talking they're a world championship. I'm talking the WWE championship. Nine wrestlers have won the WWE championship for the first time at WrestleMania. Boy, I don't feel too good about this one. Oh. Uh, I don't feel too good about it at all. And Kevin's thinking, thinking, thinking over there. The champ. He's lo- he's looking like a man possessed. Do, 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 do. Kevin Rogue is thinking. He's not too sure. Kevin Garifo looks focused and he's a whore. That's right. A lot. <laughs> Seems a bit. Thanks for that. He's, uh, a he's, he's, a, he's a belt whore, is what he is. I don't mean he's selling himself on the street. All right. I, anyway. I'm I'm not feeling good about this, but I, I'm gonna say six. Oh listen, that sounds good to me. Six is a good number for this one. Mr. Champ, Mr. Rogue says he can name six. Question to you, sir. Is can you beat that? I can. Oh! Are we running the table tonight, champ? Uh, another clarification. Sure. Run back the exact lineage you're, you're speaking of here. It is the WWE slash WWF slash WWF championship. I feel like this can cause confusion because I feel like there's more. Um, There's really not. Are we talking about unified championships? Um, clarify that, because I don't think we are. But I want right, to know. So what I'm going to say name. that I can at least name seven. Okay. Just because I don't know how we're going to do this at the end of the day. It's straight up WWF slash WWE slash WWF. I mean, look, it's WWF or WWE Championship because, you know, Mania started in 85. So, you know. Okay. So I'll, I'll so then I'll. There's no, there's no world right, title. So I'll go, I, I will go, I will go seven. All right. Mr. Rogue. Champ says he's got seven. Question to you. Can you beat that? The question is, their first WWF slash WWE championship win at WrestleMania. First time they won the belt was at a WrestleMania. Nine of them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him go. Oh, here we go. All right, champ. Nine men have won the WWE slash WWF championship for the first time at a WrestleMania. You said you can name seven of them. Whenever you're ready. Ric Flair. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, dude. Kevin Rogue with the win. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> no, you did I could... Oh, no. I could... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. 
Ladies like, and gentlemen, the challenger with a point. Can Denny I name, I, can I name the why did why did I pick Ric Flair? I, I said no, he didn't even win the title at Mania. No, he lost it to Savage. I said my strategy oh, was just sit back, let him fuck up. And wow. win. <laughs> can I name can I can I run through this gauntlet of other people that are definitely on the list? <laughs> sure. We 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 could do that. Actually, wait, I want to know who Kevin Rogue had on his list first. I want to know. I want to know who who Kevin had on his list. So I had uh, Steve Austin. Austin had, was WrestleMania fourteen. That's one. I had the Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior was WrestleMania six. That's two. I had Chris Benoit. No, Chris Benoit did not win the WWF Championship. You would have lost. Yeah, he he was the world he heavyweight the world champion. champion. He was the big gold belt. Yep. Ah, uh, see, and that's okay. That's yeah. Well, that's her. Now, see, yeah, I want to know if this guest counts. This guest. This guest. You're damn right. Oh, I count. Oh, you do. Oh, you count more than you. All right, who you got, Kev? Who you got? Champ. All right, so I had Undertaker. No, no, two. He won his first belt at thirteen. Oh no, my god! Are you serious? Are you serious? Or serious? All right, so, yeah. all right, all right. So I still had, I still had enough to win. Matt, save us! Who no, you no, got? got it. Shut up! Shut up, no, Tony! You gave Tony, two shut up! <laughs> I had Savage. Nope, Savage was WrestleMania four. Shawn Michaels was WrestleMania twelve. Savage. Eddie exactly. Guerrero. No, Guerrero won it before Mania. Oh my God! God yeah, damn, right. dude! Now, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Holy shit! He retained that Mania. All right, I'm done. All right, you guys win. Oh, All right. fuck me! No, you're not. It's not over yet. You can still win this. No, no. Ah, uh, you know what? I, you know what? No, 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 no. Come on. So, come on Yoko, now. Yoko was at Mania. Yeah, Yoko, Yoko was, was WrestleMania nine. Yes. What about Bur- What about? Oh no, Brown was SummerSlam. Oh my God! Brown was a house show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Brett. You just said, "What about Brett?" And then you I said, "What about Brock?" Summer I said, "Brock." Oh, no, Brock, Brock was SummerSlam. Either. <sighs> Cena was twenty-one, right? Cena was twenty-one. Yeah, that's sick. That's six. Sh- Sean at twelve. Sean yeah, at twelve. We got. Uh, what about did? No, I don't want to say that either. Oh my god! So yeah, I would have. I would have had no shot. I'm just remembering the WrestleMania moments and not remembering. Them being the first time. Well, Rollins uh, at thirty-one. I thought Rollins Seth Rollins. Thirty-one was. I had seven. Seth Rollins. Yeah. And these two were really recent, really recent. Well, does Dan- Danielson oh. fall in line, line there? Is nope. Goldberg on there? Nope. Kofi. Kofi was thirty-five. Hmm. Who's the other boy, one, Matt? Tony's boy Claymore. Claymore thirty-six. Oh, I would have. Ne- oh yeah, I would have never got it. Never got wow. it. Wow. That's all right. Whatever. The game's not over. Let's go, baby. Oof, Kevin, that was that's almost as bad as you asking Moses if he's signed to AEW. No, that wasn't nearly as bad as that. I didn't first of all, I never asked if he was signed. Kevin. I asked if there was ever any conversations. Champ, oh, you are down oh, one fuck. nothing. So wait. I, go ahead. So uh, all <laughs> listen, listen. Get take a second, catch your breath. We got no, another question. Dumb. You got a you got game. a chance to redeem. Don't with this game. It's not no, over yet. Don't worry, man. You know who was the first two entrants in the '89 Rumble? You're good. Yeah, <laughs> that's dude. A great point. That's Let's ask question. all the questions about that. Every question has to be about Axe and Smash. <laughs> Holy fuck! All right, Tony, what do you got? Kevin Champ, your question is Immortal Mania. In the history of WrestleMania. 
Hulk Hogan, in some way, shape, or form, has had 13 different opponents. Okay. And, and one... yes, in certain situations, he may have had more than one opponent on a given night. I'll give you that. Just so you know. I'm, I understand what you're saying. So now, okay. okay. 13 opponents at WrestleMania. How many can you name? Can you give me a freaking second? I got to put the question out to the fans, bro. Wow. Can you take a breath? No, I can't. I'm very, I'm very flustered right now. How much is postage to Minneapolis, by the way? Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of it. <laughs> you do the Zelly or the PayPal or the... Uh... Is it, oh, it's, it's, for you guys, it's PayPal, friends, and family. Fuck yeah, dude. Saving us some money. Right here. Yeah, that's... Now, Kevin's got the real belt right now. I was going to try and drop it off to him, and that just fell apart. I hope Kevin mails him the belt that he has in his possession right now with the paper-winged eagle on. <laughs> Are we no. counting the same opponent twice? No. If you wrestled opponent more than okay. once, you just name him once. <sighs> 13 opponents at WrestleMania. In, in some shape or fashion. And we're talking about actual matches where there was a, a, a fall decided. Yes. I hope his first answer is Ric Flair. Oh, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna be Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Matt, do we have anything else to plug while we're waiting? Oh, uh, who's uh, on next week? Do we have guests? Next week is Caprice Coleman. Yeah! Newest and, uh, addition to the NWA roster. The week after that, we have the uh, the author of the uh, Sheik book. Yes. I find his name. Something. Uh, Brian Solomon. Brian right? Solomon. Yes. And then uh, the 23rd is Marche Rocket. And then we have to reschedule Maria. So I think... I know I teased it two weeks ago. I think I have what I want to do for my punishment. Oh, Tony. Uh-oh. Wait, never mind. Kevin, what you got? I got all 13. Holy shit. Oh, he's going to run the table. All right. Stop the music. Sorry, and you Mr. said Cole. in some way, shape, or form. Actual matches. All right. So I'm starting with Piper. Piper is one. Orndorff. Orndorf is two. Bundy. Bundy is three. Andre. Andre is four. Uh, la, 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 la. So then that was the, so that's back to back because he, they didn't get out of the. Yes. WrestleMania four thing. So Savage. Savage is five. Warrior. Warrior is six. Slaughter. Slaughter is seven. Actually, literally Slaughter is seven. Uh, Sid. Sid is eight. All right. Uh-oh. IRS. IRS is nine. Ted DiBiase. Ted <laughs> DiBiase is 10. Yokozuna. Yokozuna is 11. Come on, bro. The Rock. The Rock makes 12. Kevin, you are one away from tying this bad boy up. Did I, did I skip WrestleMania 6? Did I say Warrior? You said Warrior, yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 
IRS, DiBiase, Andre. Nope, that's 12. I said Yoko, right? Yes, you did. This is who you said so far. I'll give it back to you. You said Roddy Piper, Paul Orndorff, Bundy, Andre, Savage, Warrior, Slaughter, Sid, DiBiase, IRS, Yoko, and The Rock. That's 12. Anderson. Oh, 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 oh. Um, oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. If, if th- This is going to kill me if this isn't right. It's got to oh. be right. Oh, no. Kevin. Was this at, was this at Mania? Yeah, well, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, at, I'm thinking to myself if this was at Mania or not. It's got. Is it Vince? Ladies and gentlemen, we got a tie game. Woo! Kevin runs the table and redeems himself. Mr. Rogue, what do you think of that performance? Not bad at all. I was thrown off actually because I was only thinking singles matches. So I, and as soon as you started naming tag teams, I was like, oh shit, got the pen back out and started and started running with them. Once I started, once I started running with those, then I was fine. But yeah, I didn't think about the tag matches at all. Dude, Vince was the only one I didn't have written down. I don't know why I have 13 names down here. Probably because you have Andre twice. You probably have Andre twice because he was three and four. No, I, I you know I actually wrote Slaughter twice, which is an idiot. Which is Vince so Vince idiot. was uh, fifth on my list. Wow, look at that! Woo! And Kevin actually ran them in order of WrestleMania, which is doubly impressive. Well, and yeah, I guess yeah, I guess I did. With Vince being the last one, I guess I yeah. did. Yeah. Jesus! Whoa, we got a barn burner here. Woo! Now, Mister Rogue, since you're the challenger, I'm going to give you first crack at this one. Yeah. That's that's the way it goes, Kevin. All right, you know what? I will give. I will. No, give no, do it. Dude. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm, not, I'm not a jerk. No, go for this it. This is what I do. I give Kevin the choice. Do you want to play this one, or do you want to pass it to Kevin without knowing the topic? <laughs> so my strategy this entire time has been to pass it and let him bone himself. Yeah. So I, I think he likes boning himself, and I'm going to allow him to continue to go ahead and bone himself. I'm going to let him play. All right, champ. Question goes to you first. This one is called Blast Debut. <laughs> Blast Debut? Demolition yes. Blast Debut? <laughs> no, you would think so, but that's not right. <laughs> there are eight possible answers. Right. Kevin, on the debut episode of WWF Shotgun Saturday Night, there were four matches, one of which was a tag team match. I want you to name the six singles wrestlers and the two tag teams that were on the debut of Shotgun Saturday Night. How many can you name? Dude. This is <laughs> this is a terrible... Um... You wanted the heat. You got the heat. I, when did I ever say I wanted the heat? <laughs> six wrestlers, two tag teams. Eight answers I'm looking for. See, here's the thing. Wrestled on the debut episode of Shotgun Saturday Night, which took place at the Mirage, January 4th, 1997, in New York City. So that helps me a little bit. The Mirage. I got to give you the context. That's all. That's all you The Mirage is not Penn Station, so that helps. Um, I think I... If he says he can name all eight, I'm going to be so pissed after all the shit I just took for this question. 
look, man, this is a very prestigious championship. We can't just let it go to like, you know, to the easy questions. We gotta, we gotta work for this one. Matt, thoughts on the question? I think I, I will echo Mr. Matthew Birch in the chat. This tiebreaker may be one of the hardest questions you've ever asked on can you beat that? Listen, man, sometimes it just works out this way. Oh God. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Tony, this is a this is a poll. And you were you said that we were running out of things for these these games. I don't think so, my friend. No, I've I've got some other questions here, but a lot of them are kind of like they kind of follow the same format as the earlier questions. So I don't want to like flood the same episode with the same type of questions all the time, you know. I understand. I understand. I'll start. I'll start with one. Oh, wow, Mister Rogue! Before I ask if can you beat that, uh, your strategy did it pay off? Um. I so I am right next to positive. I can do two. So are you going with two? I, I'm going with two. And tag teams, two tag teams, six singles wrestlers for four matches. I think. Now, did they wrestle each other on this show because they were both baby faces at the time? And I think this one team. If I lose because I'm gonna guess three, I will I will take the take the L respectfully. Holy shit. I think I can do three. Mr. Rogue, the champ says he can do three. There are eight possible answers. My question Oh, oh I thought there were only oh there's eight. Oh god. I thought there was only Okay. Yeah, there's uh, six singles and two tags. Yeah. So, so the question to you. Can you beat that? Oh boy! Holy shit! This 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 really could be one a uh, one tough question. Wow. Uh, Matt, what are you up to? Bro, I had to look up the card. Yeah, oh, I'm looking it up. Here we go. So I, the only one I only know, I'm positive on two. Past past two, it's such a. Well, do you have confidence in Kevin? That's the uh, that's the other that's, question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't really shown me a reason to have confidence in himself. Except I mean, running the table, the run of the table. I'm talking about the first one. All right, okay, I'm talking okay. about the first one. There's a little balance. Settle down, Kevin. Yeah, you really did. You goose the shit out of that Kevin. first. Don't one. don't yell at me. Yell at Tony or the mirror. Take it easy. I'm very sensitive. Uh, don't yell at me either. <laughs> clearly, uh, I boy, I I want. Here's the problem. I want to top that. But I also really, really want him to fuck up. <laughs> so, well, do you I'm, think, I'm having like I'm having this hard like. Do you think three is a fuck upable number? That's yeah, that's it, the big problem. Yeah. It, See, if he right said four, is. I would tell him to go with it if it was me. But three is that that tough spot. Yeah, I have so many great memories of Shotgun Saturday Night, though. Like, so I might be like confusing episodes. See, and the other rough thing is like I would be thinking of like who was involved in which matches. So then, like, if you remember one, you might remember who the opponent was. But three's tough. Three, three is. Tough. I feel like I feel like one is a team that only wrestled once. So, but I'm 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 gonna pat you. Go you go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Before you answer, let me set this up. On the debut episode of WWF Shotgun Saturday Night, two tag teams and six singles wrestlers wrestled matches on that show. 
from the Mirage Nightclub in New York, New York, January 4th, 1997. Kevin Champ, you said you can name three of the participants in that show. Whenever you're ready. And this, this, and Kevin, this could be one of those situations where the first one I say is wrong. Oh no! Then don't go with that one. <laughs> but all of the first ones I say could be wrong. Could be. And and after he said uh, where it took place, I might have got my wires crossed up too. Because everyone, all right, what does everyone remember about Shock on Saturday Night? Penn Station. This is yep. not Penn Station. This right. is definitely not Penn Station. And this is why I think. And I watched this episode again just for historical purposes. And I can't believe it went past one episode. I, I so then that, <laughs> then again, that's just me watching it like 15, 20, 25 years, 25. Holy so shit. 25 every years single, later. Every single person on this list I have can be wrong, well, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go with the one that makes the most sense to me. Rocky Maivia. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new Can You Beat That Champion? <laughs> Holy so, shit. So my my two were Goldust and Sultan. They were part of that, weren't they? Yes, Gold they Dust were. Goldust and Sultan did wrestle each other on Ding. that show. Tony, were the Flying Nuns on this show? The Flying Nuns were on this show, and they wrestled the Godwins. That's what I should have started with. And Goldust, Goldust being on the show gave us the moment of Marlena showing her titties. Was, is there a Tom Brandy? Can I get a Tom Brandy? You cannot get a Tom Can Brandy. Can I get a Mark Marrow? You cannot get a Mark Marrow. All right, so I had I, just, I was thinking of the wrong show. Matt, oh, well, Matt knows. Any any other ideas? Furnace and Lafon? No, neither Furnace nor Lafon. Rogue, who else are you thinking? If you had a so guess. I w- uh, throwing guesses out there, I would say the Headbangers. Well, that, they, well, were the they were the Flying Nuns. nuns. Oh, yeah. Boy, that makes me feel awesome. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Um, so for some reason in my head, didn't the Heavenly Bodies at one point do a if shotgun they, Saturday night? If they did, it wasn't this one. Wasn't no. this one. Okay. Heavenly Bodies were added. Oh, wait, which Heavenly Bodies? Like wait, no, the Heavenly Bodies were long gone from WWE at this okay, point. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm getting my wires all crossed up so, then. So here, here's what else we had. We had Crush against Ahmed Johnson. We had a little Nation of Domination action. Mm. And Ahmed Johnson actually powerbombed or pearl over yeah. I want to say it was D'Lo Brown on some car. That was Wait. on Shotgun? Yes. I knew it was I on Shotgun. That. I didn't realize it was that episode. I, was, was I thought I was episode, getting that with yeah. Penn Station. So, yeah. And then these two, if you would have got it, you would have deserved both belts. Masquerita Sagrada took on Mini Vader, and Jim Cornette was managing Mini Vader for this thing. <laughs> Love Mini Vader. Love Mini Vader. This is the worst question you've ever had. It was a show that happened on WWF television. You, you know who didn't love Mini Vader? B- Big Vader. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ladies well. and gentlemen, your brand new Can You Beat That Champion. Matt, your worst nightmare has come true. The, the Can You Beat That Championship is not amongst the Wizards. What do you think? Uh, well, I guess Kevin will be back next month to defend his Can You Beat That Championship. Ooh, and who who we reach out to challenge the new champ? It's anybody's guess. Well, yeah, congratulations, Kevin. You earned this one. Hey, you know, I, I, not really. The, the strategy was sound. The strategy was sound. It's all part of the game. I, tell you, I cannot wait to go back and listen to the confidence in Kevin's voice when he goes, <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> 
that was pretty that was that was pretty bad but i appreciate you i think you're great you know the first two entrants of the 89 rumble you do a lot of great things it's just today you, you just didn't have it kid i've been off day that's all right you had a bad day. Oh man, we got oh, a new can you beat that champion? Unbelievable. Hey, I told this I, I hate this game. Like it's I think in, in, in theory it's great, but I'd rather just like a straight up like trivia. Why do you think I like being the host? I couldn't fucking play this. Oh, it's yeah, the one it's time terrible. I played it, I got slaughtered. Matt's good at it. So you, you you fellas let me know where I send the money for postage because I think I, I can I can clear a spot off on one of these. You're, get, you're gonna get days. this. You're not get. You're not getting this. <laughs> you can have this. You can have this little construction paper crayon dealie that I did about ten minutes before the show started. But Holy shit! You're not getting. This is this is a valuable. This has this Look has at that. monetary value. Now, uh, this now this is now Kevin Rogues Shining Wizard Championship belt. No, no, he's getting this. That's the one he won. <laughs> he won this. I'm like the no, I'm like the fucking baseball hall of fame. I ain't sending this thing out. What are you crazy? Matthew seems to be a Kevin Rogue fan. Look at this. He's gonna be an incredible can you beat that champion? You should be a Kevin Rogue fan. He's a hell of a guy. Smart guy. Thank you my, very much. My only worry is it's gonna become like the never open way championship and nobody's ever gonna have a successful defense. Everybody's just gonna keep losing it every yeah. every month. Sounds about right. Well, I will, I will, uh, I will converge with maybe Kevin picks as an ex opponent. Maybe he has someone that he thinks he, do, he would do, like. Do I have a rematch clause? No. We'll get you back on. There. We'll, we'll get you back on. Don't worry about it. I don't it. have a. Re- I don't have. I don't have a rematch clause. No. Boy, that wasn't. Those are interesting eyes you threw at him. Well, listen, Matt's got a chance to get his title back as well. He didn't get his rematch clause. That's Matt didn't point. have a rematch. No, he uh, kicked okay. his ass like a month ago. And never mind. <laughs> I'm all about bringing more people into the fold with this. It's nice, I said, dude. Here. It's all in fun, dude. I love, I love watch. that this is a thing that's been going on for so long now. This is awesome, and I'm glad I could bring Kevin in. Yeah, hey, it, it feels feels good to be a champion. I'll tell you that. Rocky Maivia <laughs> did fight on shock on Saturday night, though. Well, a lot of people did, just not the specific one. That's a hell of a point. And it's I know, okay. I know what Kevin had in his head too. Kevin had uh, Triple H getting tombstone by the Undertaker. No, I did not. Are you that, serious? No, because that was Penn Station. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's what I meant. When you said Penn Station, I knew exactly what you were thinking of. Yeah. But Rocky Maivia fought like Tom Brandy or Mark Merrow fought Tom Brandy on that same episode where like the fly, uh, like, ah. Uh. Dude, they had the flying nuns coming out of, uh, uh, whatchamacallit. And Brother uh, Love was their manager, wasn't they he? They were coming out of St. Patrick's. That's how they won the match. Brother Love like waffled them with the Book of Love. One of the Godwins. Yeah, well. It was just so weird. It was so weird. I I remember it like better, like in the past. Like this was just it was like ugh. So it was this this episode. Is it up on Peacock? Or did you have to find this somewhere on YouTube? I found it on Daily Motion. So okay, gotcha. yeah, gotcha. definitely worth checking out. It's wild. I want yeah, I want Mark Marrow, Rocky Maivia, Tom Brandy, Sable storyline that was going on on Sable talking Saturday night. <laughs> Damn. Matt, are we pulling this train into the station? Oh, man. Uh, you didn't want to talk anything about uh, the Forbidden Door? No, I want to go home. You are right? home. You, you, know what go- you know what my going home is? Kevin Rogue is our new Can You Beat That Champion. He defeated Kevin Garipo in a struggle two to two points to one. Great battle. <laughs> it was. It was good. You did well. You did well. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I appreciate you having me on and you know allowing me to become your new champion. 
Hey, you earned it, man. You earned it. It's not like we handed it to you. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 I certainly did. So, so in all, in all seriousness, my knowledge gets to be like acute a lot of the time. And then I'll end up just meshing a lot of shit together. So like listening to listening to you guys, I'm like, man, you know, realistically, if if I just let him run, maybe he slips because I think I think, you know, event for event. Yeah, I very now you're very knowledgeable. So I was going, man, I just got to figure out a way. Just got to figure out the right, you know, the right way to attack it. And and here here we are. But hey, thank you very much, man. It was it was was a pleasure of a, a great challenge. It was mine. It was mine. Well, Kevin, it was a pleasure to have you jump in. Congratulations on becoming the new champion. Follow him on Twitter at JJ Rogue Means. Uh, check him out. And then, of course, the year of pod. Uh, brand new episode just dropped today. Slamboree 96. Uh, anything else you need to promote, Mr. Kevin? Hey, if you don't mind me plugging just a couple quick things here. A uh, lot of things we got going on over at the AWF. That's where I'm, I'm working here in the Midwest. Uh, I got my first match coming up next month. It is on Sunday, the 22nd. It is me and Stonehenge versus PD Brown in a handicap submission. I quit match. So it's going to be big. It's going to be fun. You can follow us uh, over on YouTube at real AWF and on YouTube at uh, pro AWF TV. So uh, again, thank you guys so much for allowing me to platform. I really appreciate it. Well, we will. I will reach out to you uh, in the coming days, and we'll decide when your next, uh, when your first defense will be, sir. Love it, love it. Thank yeah, you very much. You. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Nice. Thank you for taking time. We'll talk soon, sir. Sounds good. You guys have a great night. Likewise, brother. That is Kevin Rogue. <sighs> that was a lot of fun. That was uh, awesome. There's Matt. Honest opinion. That that last question. That was a little too hard. It was hard. Yeah. Like, like top five hard. It's yeah, not, no. Probably the probably one of the toughest questions you probably could have ever asked. Wow, was that All question? Right. Well, I mean, look. But I mean, I still got the fly. I mean, I didn't get, I didn't lead with it, but I did get the flying nuns. The fact that he pulled Sultan and Goldust uh, uh, out of somewhere is is pretty impressive as well. Yeah, that's a big one. That was a big one. So he definitely had two in the pocket. Definitely. What was the other one that he said that he had? Oh, no, well, he, he, no, he had two wrestlers in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He also had mentioned the headbangers, but that would not have been a correct answer because they were the flying nuns. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, yeah, I should have just said one, but he would have beat me because I had Furnace Lafon, Mark Marrow, Rocky Maivia, which I've, for some reason, I remember, again, the Tom Brandy stuff. I, I just remember that being a part of Shock on Saturday night, but just obviously it wasn't the first episode. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Crazy Town, well, USA. Yes. Uh, what a night. What a time. Uh, we're going to be picking the New Japan Wrestling Dontaku show. Oh, great. Uh, this week. Oh, boy. Um, when, when is that? Like Tuesday at like 4 a.m.? That is uh, Sunday. It is okay, good. Uh, May 1st. Think about it. All right, cool. Right, let me just double check. Let me just That's all right. It's the Konkatsu, whatever you said. Dantaku. There you go. Uh that will be taking place on May 1st, 2022. So that is this year. Sunday night or Sunday, so we'll have to make the pick Saturday. Okay. Cool. All right. That works. All right. And uh if you want to not pick, there's one six-man tag match. We can omit that if you want. Everything else is everything else is singles matches and matches for titles. 
Okay, cool. We could do that. We could do that. All right. All right. And, awesome. Uh, uh, I will be. Uh, I, I guess I have another podcast that I'll be doing. We're still kind of putting things together, but I'll be part of the Fightful Overbooked uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Show. It's a brand new show that's starting. When I don't know. Soon, it will be happening. Uh, I'll have more details, but uh, a bunch of the uh, Shining Wizards people um, tagged me in a post that uh, somebody from Fightful put out, um, and it just kind of fell into place. So uh, it'll be like a once a month thing. So I won't be, uh, you know, my schedule doesn't. If it was more than once a month, I wouldn't have of showed interest because my schedule. So I'm pretty excited to do that. So uh, I'll give you more details when that happens. People. Congrats, man! That's a big deal. You got to yeah, get nice. your you got to get your personal uh, Twitter going. I don't want to use my personal Twitter. It's all about the Wizards, baby. Anything oh, so you're going to gonna, the brand. So you're going to be the, the the Wizards podcast, the Shining Wizards podcast on Fightful. Shining Wizards Matt from go. the Wizards podcast. There you go. Wizards works. podcast. Nice. Follow. Chat us up. Uh, as do you guys have anything for going home? Yeah. Congratulations to Kevin Rogue. Congratulations to the million dollar uh, Broski. Always ready. NWA, baby. Look at that. He got his own pay-per-view named That's after That's right. Him. Look at that. Tell me, tell me this guy's not a big deal. Tell me I'm not, uh, tell me I'm a fool for hitching my wagon to his star. Um Power Trip 2, your boy Brian Myers. Against and, uh, the Aldis. Yeah, we talked yeah, about that last dude. week. Oh, I bring it up again because it's important. Oh, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, we will reschedule with Maria. I'm going to work on that in the next couple days. Ooh, uh, maybe if you're home, you could do a YouTube exclusive. I got very busy. The next couple of weeks are very busy. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's that we got a lot. I got a lot going on. So I I just threw it out there because I remember the Matt Taven one was pretty successful. Yes, so. I, it was a thought of mine, but I got to work all day tomorrow and all day Wednesday and all day Thursday and all day Friday. So sorry. That's so you okay. will not be on the Mark Order podcast this week. No, I'll be on the Mark Order podcast. Ooh, look at you! Uh, the pl- what, it's, uh, it's, it's his podcast. Why wouldn't he be on it? Bro, I'm never on. Kev, the podcast. he's never Are you on. Are kidding me? Yeah. I right, check in every. Oh, yeah, that's right. You weren't on the week. If he's on once a month, like yeah. there's hope for that fightful show. <laughs> oh man, once a month, man. That's Fight less. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Billy Starks. That was awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah, be she, sure to follow her at Billy yeah. Starks with a Z on the Twitter machine. And uh, Caprice Coleman next week. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. That's going to be uh, dope. Yep. I don't know what else we're doing next week, guys. We don't, I don't think we decided if we're doing a if we're doing a down the aisle or if we're doing a. I could do a top five. Top five or I'll throw a top, top five, five might be there. fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why can, not? Yeah. Thanks always, to Magenta uh, for joining us tonight. By the way. Oh yeah, of course. Magenta. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm inviting Magenta back. Oh, uh, you're, you're, no? you're going to have no choice in the matter next time we see each other in person. Can I? All right, look, before we go, you mentioned this last week. The the buying the couch thing that comes up, that's, that's a bit... What? I don't know. I'll get into it in a second. I don't remember if it's from like an Opie and Anthony thing, but that's a thing going around where people will troll like internet shows where they'll be like, Hey, is the couch for sale? But they usually do it to like these women that kind of sell like jewelry and bracelets and things like that. Like you've seen them on Facebook. Like you'd just be going through your pages and all of a sudden there's a woman on there and she's just selling shit out of her house. Yes. So that's where these things are coming from. Why they're getting us involved now? 
the only thing I could say is we've made it and people have found us. So they feel the need to troll us, but that's what it is. So there's the mystery of the fucking people asking about buying a couch. Oh, so, we got, I got rid of it. So I know you were smart to do that, but I just wanted to put that out there. Cause I remember you guys were talking about it last week. You kind of mumbled about it, but I'm glad that kind of came up. That's my going home. We have no couch to sell. Well, Good night, Gracie, you fuckhead. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Until then, uh, stay safe, watch lots of wrestling, have a good time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah if the women don't find you handsome, at least they'll find you handy. Waka Waka? Yes, wah wah wah. That even? I don't even get that. Yeah, listen to Inclusive Breakdown. Take the banner off. Yeah, shut everything off. I'm going. Hold on, man. Fat Dan- fingers, Phil. We need Danny, uh Danny Banner. Like, uh, we got to make ourselves like some outro music here. I could have played farting around, but I already shut off for our Farago. <laughs> Farago. <laughs> <laughs>